93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday. It is November 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, 12 people are dead after a gunman dressed in black burst into a Southern California bar, tossed smoke grenades, and fired off dozens of rounds, authorities said. Among those killed was a sheriff's deputy responding to the scene. The gunman is also dead. It was college night at the bar. Hundreds of college students were inside the Borderline Bar and Grill in Thousand Oaks, California, when 30 shots were fired from a semi-automatic weapon just before midnight. Authorities just confirmed the number of victims who died in the shooting 12 people, including the sheriff. The gunman is also dead, bringing the total number to 13 people who died in this mass shooting in Southern California. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were just saying uh, injured up until just a few minutes ago. Yeah, I just heard six when I woke up this morning, Uh, so that's that's terrible. Minutes ago, I was thinking just six, and they they didn't know. Now, and and there's actually, it might have gone up to 13, Kathy, 13 dead. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I said, 13, Uh, uh, and that includes the the gunman. So it it was uh, 11 people inside the bar, uh, the sheriff's deputy that showed up to uh, respond to the shooting, and then uh, the gunman is also dead. The bar is a country-themed bar known for its large dance floor and live music events, according to the website. Authorities say two suspects have been arrested in a shooting that wounded a Philadelphia police officer. 31-year-old Officer Paul Sulak was shot in the leg shortly after 11 a.m. Wednesday. Philadelphia Police Commissioner Richard Ross said the men were crouched behind cars across the street from each other, one armed and apparently about to shoot the other. The quick action of these police officers probably saved the life of one of those people involved. It was going to be a shooting. There's no question about that, Ross said. The armed man fired at the officers, hitting Sulak in the thigh. Uh, Ross said that uh, he ch- the officer chased down the suspect despite his wound. The other suspect was also arrested. It wasn't long before law enforcement descended on the shooting scene and focused their attention on a house in the 3100 block of Custer Street. Uh, that's where four people were brought out and handcuffed, including the, sus- the suspected gunman. Police said that uh, Officer Sulak, a father of four, has been on the force for nearly 11 years and is the son of an officer. Officer Sulak was congratulated by the Philadelphia Police Department for being an officer of the month in a tweet back in September of 2015, but they're saying that he's expected to leave the hospital today. So. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. He's doing well. Yeah. I, I got a text from our friend Bill who, who worked in yeah, narcotics yeah, for yeah. a long, long time. Uh, he said, he sent me a text. He said, I just want you to know he's a great cop and an even better person, uh, And but he is doing well. So, yes, yeah. uh, obviously we're, uh, we're, we're uh, happy to hear that he's going to get out today. We've had a number of stories, Casey, yeah. recently of, of, which shows you how, how unbelievably... Um, brave these guys are, of police officers being shot and then pursuing their shooters. But here's the deal. Okay, so you as a regular civilian, you're driving down the street, and you see two guys that are about to square off with yeah. guns, right? Yeah. What do you, you don't get out of the car. You go the opposite direction. Right. But and that's not what to. these guys do. Yeah. No, that's what they're trained to do. That's yeah. what they yeah. signed on for. It's yeah. what they work really hard for. And that's why they do what they do. So, you yeah. know, they're that type of person. Yeah. yeah. An off-duty firefighter driving a Maserati struck a utility pole in the Wynwood section of Philadelphia. Police say the car was traveling at a high rate of speed when the driver lost control around a curve. It happened at 2 a.m. Thursday uh, on North 56th street at overbrook avenue the pole snapped in half and brought wires down on the car across the street pico was called to de-electrify the pole the firefighter was taken to mercy fitzgerald hospital in stable condition i was wondering if this was a maserati maserati or one of the new sort of me too i saw a video hybrid maseratis it looked like the like a ghibli uh you know which is a which is their 
It's not their maxed out, but they right, cheap yeah. their you know hundred thousand dollar cars. Yeah, you know, right. so so when when we had when we were driving those exotics for the day, Preston, I think you had the Lamborghini and I took a Maserati. Yeah. yeah. That can get away from you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. Well, Casey the... and I uh, rented a Maserati when we were down in Florida one time. It was yeah. pretty cool. It was like yeah. an extra hundred bucks for the day or something oh, really? like that. Yeah, yeah. it really wasn't it? that bad. It was actually a brilliant idea. So when you when you come up to the we, we get off the plane, we're at the airport, and you go <laughs> you go to the car rental place. Yeah, and sitting right in front, they've got like a Maserati and a Corvette or whatever, and it's and it has a sign that says hundred dollars more. And Casey, and it was my birthday. Yeah, uh, there, it was right around my birthday. Casey's like. I'll buck up for your birthday. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> it's a That's cool. sweet idea, yeah. All right, let's do sports this morning. The Sixers finally won on the road, beating yeah. the Pacers 100 to 94 last night in Indiana. Joel Embiid scored 20 points and grabbed 10 rebounds, and Ben Simmons came close to a triple double, scoring 16 points, 10 rebounds, and eight assists. Dario, Sar- Dario Saric added a season high 18 points by going four for six on three pointers. The Sixers are back home tomorrow night with the game against the Charlotte Hornets. The Flyers return to home ice for the game against Arizona tonight. After a successful road trip, the Flyers are back to 500 and are just three points behind the New York Islanders for first place in the Metro Division. The puck drops in South Philly tonight at 7 o'clock. The NFL, uh, in NFL news, Des Bryant is joining one of the league's top Super Bowl contender, contenders. The former Dallas Cowboys receiver agreed to a one-year deal with the New Orleans Saints, the team announced yesterday, but Bryant's salary was not immediately known. It was funny. I, I watched a video of him doing, like, warm-up catches. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And if that's what they're getting, they can have him. Okay. I mean, there, there were, like, 20 passes, and he caught, like, three of them. <laughs> The Saints are 7-1, and one, have a seven-game winning streak, and are the number two scoring team in the league. They'll play the Eagles in New Orleans on Sunday the 18th, and those Eagles who are at home against the Cowboys this Sunday night are still the Super Bowl champs. <laughs> and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kath. We've got a lot going on today. We have several people stopping by the studio, which is awesome. Uh, we have some details concerning uh, the Camp Out for Hunger, which is going to be here in uh, its... Uh, is it two weeks from Friday? Uh, what's the day? Count? No, oh, no, 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 no. Two weeks from it's Monday. Two weeks from a Monday. I mean Monday. That'd be great yeah. if we two weeks on a Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, one week from Friday is calendar release party. Uh, yes. Two weeks from this coming Monday is the camp out for hunger. Jumping, Jimmy. Wow. Uh, so anyhow, on 745, we have a friend coming by to give us some details on something about the camp out for hunger that I'm sure you're going to want to hear about. We also have our friend Dov Davidoff, comedian. will be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, Friday, and Saturday Dov is a uh, he's a cool guy. I love him. He's, I love. He's also been doing a lot of acting lately. Yeah, and he's really good. He is really good. So so Dov's cool. He'll be by uh, a little after eight o'clock. And then we have the writer, director, and producers of Ralph Breaks the Internet coming by today. I loved Wreck It Ralph. I and, did too. Uh, and so what they're doing, Preston, where that focused in on the uh, video game world. They're now going into the internet. Yes. Which is an awesome... And I, I was looking at some pictures of the way the internet is realized, yeah. and it looks hilarious. And uh, Gal Gadot is in it yes. as well, which yeah, is yeah. really cool. So uh, Rich Moore and Phil Johnston 
are coming by. And I want to say we've had at least yeah. one of them here. Before. For Zootopia. Like yeah, which one? I don't remember who it was we had. And I want to say it was Rich. Rich Moore. Yeah. familiar. Maybe both. But It might have been both. But they, they brought us Zootopia. And, and we love talking to these guys. These these animation directors are so great. And they put, they put out so many good movies. And so. they're, they're always fun. Yes. I mean, why would you get into that industry if you were a morose prick? Yeah, so they'll be stopping in uh, this morning. We have uh, stuff to give away. We got prizes galore, so we will have your chance to win some things throughout the course of the morning. Can we do something early? I would love right, to do cool. something right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. What are you handing me? I'm handing you that. Okay, we have a pair of tickets to see ah, actor and comedian Tom Segura live November 16th, same night as our calendar release party at 1030, though, so you can do both mm-hmm. easily. He'll be at the Miriam Theater and the first three shows have sold out, so don't miss a chance to get tickets to his fourth show before they are gone, and they're on sale now via KimmelCenter.org. Let's take caller 18, and I'll give you a pair of passes, 215-263-WMMR. So go ahead and give us a call. And stuff like that's going to happen all morning long. Oh, my God. Your chance to win, win, win. So <laughs> Stay tuned. More platter, less chatter. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. I'll get you the entertainment stories you oh so desire, as well as the uh, lesson question. So that is coming up in a moment. Stay with us this morning. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Do you want the most important purchase of your life to be based on your negotiating skills? Not the case at Steven Singer Jewelers. You are guaranteed to get the perfect price every day. They make the experience of buying an engagement ring easy with no BS. Check him out at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, you know that I go to Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spas. Whether you want a rejuvenating massage or a refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massage or facial start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their over 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spa for details. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Marissa is out with the Philly Philly tour. She's going to be at the Boathouse in Conchi, and that's what? from uh, 7 to 9. So, Kath, Where's that? that's tonight, <gasps> 7 to 9. Why don't you drop by? You're over. just up the road. Yeah, she's right up the street. I'm going to have to go over. You got to go. I haven't been to the Boathouse in a while. I, I, you never know. Maybe <laughs> Cut to Kathy during uh, the appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> going. I'm coming to... If Kath- I don't make it, <laughs> you won't. I will Insta story you from my bed. Yeah. We used to, you'll have an Insta yeah. story. We used to go there for lunch every now and then when yeah. we were working in Coach Hawk. I love the place. Yeah. Well, I know it's Thursday. Kath, do they still do wing at Wednesdays? I think so. Case I haven't been there in years, but uh, yeah, I believe that they still do it. They have an aquarium. They do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They do. Need to know. A really cool one. Uh, Marissa's going to be there with Preston and Steve Calendar Girls. They'll be giving away Eagles tickets and signed gear courtesy of Bud Light. So 7 to 9 tonight. Make sure you stop by. Uh, stupid question this morning. Going to give away a four-pack Franklin Institute tickets. This is for Vi- Vikings Beyond the Legend, which is now open. And how about this? Uh, Idris Elba, who was just named Sexiest Man Alive, uh, is the only male actor to appear on the cover of what magazine? Hmm. The only male actor. To appear on the cover of what magazine? Two one five two six three WMMR. Call have, now. Have you been hearing this uh, pronunciation, Idris? Um, yes, we had. Um, who was it in uh, the comedian who stopped by out of nowhere the other day? Alonzo Bowden. Yes, Alonzo. He said it the same way. Idris. Yeah. Is it um, Idris? I don't know. Yeah. I, you know what? And and I I hang on until I hear 
the celebrities say it themselves. Yeah. Gal Gadot, the same way we say Gal Gadot. And then once I heard her say Gal Gadot, I'm like, okay. That's it's her it. name. Neil Peart. I forever had called him Neil Peart. Yeah. Until I heard him say it himself. And then I'll make the switch. So when I hear Idris or Edris or how, when I hear him say it, that's when Until I'll then, step off, Jack. I'll commit yeah. to it. So. He says he pronounces his for- first name with a short I rather than that's a it. long one. Yes, that's so it. He says Idris. Okay. Well, there you go. Rather than Idris. Shut up, you Done. pompous idiots. Done deal. <laughs> Call now, 215-263-WMMR. Some birthdays, Thursday, November 8th, uh, include Jack Osborne. Ah. Jack is 33 years old today. Recently divorced, right? Just I got divorced. that is the case, yeah. And, yeah, and, and, I've watched a couple episodes of uh, his and Ozzy's uh, show. It's nice. pretty good, right? Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. They did some. They did some unexpected things. I mean, they they go to big uh, attractions. They tour all over the country and and stop and put Ozzy in these interesting situations. But but they also do some really off the beaten path, unique things that you weren't familiar. with. I was surprised. With. Yeah. Uh, so it's my go to right next to Little Women L A. Ah, yeah. very good. Yeah, Little Women L A. <laughs> Good stuff. It's uh, a great show. It's about the trials and tribulations of being small and living on the West Coast. Okay. All right. So Jack is 33. Tara Reed's birthday is today as well. She's got 10 years on Jack Osborne. She's 43 years old today. Still acting uh, aloof uh, from time to time in interviews when uh, the last Sharknado uh, show was coming through. Uh, she was doing some interviews that were kind of odd. Uh, yeah, but... She just got thrown off the plane for having her, uh, yeah. right? She had her, uh, had her dog, her right? comfort dog, who oh, she insisted right. they wanted to put into the overhead compartment. Yeah. Uh, I... And as it turned out, we found out later they wanted to put her into the overhead compartment. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend that worked with her right here in Jersey. I forget what the movie was, she? was. And she really liked her. They actually became okay. pretty friendly. Okay. Uh, she said she was nice. She liked her. She actually tried to get her on the show, and she said... Um, that Tara was was all into it, wanted to come on oh. the show, but that um, her publicist was like, no, Damn you're not it. doing any radio. You're sticking to, you know, working on the movie. That's too bad. She's 43 today. Uh, Parker Posey. Love her. Oh, yeah. She's so great in She's everything. She's really good, Preston. She's playing not quite, but sort of Dr. Smith on uh, the Lost in Space reboot on Netflix. I need to go back to that. I watched the first episode, oh, okay. and I need to go. I, I enjoyed it, yeah. but I just, for some reason it didn't draw me back in, and I need did you watch the whole thing? Yes, I did. Enjoyable? But there are only 150 other shows that you're supposed right. to watch. Yeah. Uh, yes, very much so. Okay. Very solid all the way throughout. Okay. And it's she's just, she's okay. great in the in the, the Christopher Guest movies in, in Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman. And uh, uh, she's really solid at the uh, uh, at the improv. Yes, yeah. Really good she's stuff. She's been come to know. No, no, no. Of course. <laughs> she's really been come to know. Uh, what were you going to play, Casey? Uh, from Days to Confuse. She was in that, right? This is her doing yeah. the air raid. All right. That was pathetic! That was horrible, you little slut girls! You little freshman slut! So, is there uh, some of the uh, 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 you know just improv that you have been known uh, become to known as? Uh, She's fifty today. Fifty, yeah. Courtney Thorne Smith. Oh, oh, summer man. school, Melrose Place. Yeah, I always liked her. Yeah, I did too. She and doesn't do anything. You now, left right? out her biggest accomplishment, Preston. The world according to Jim. Was she in the world according to Jim? Oh, that's, that's right. She was. Yeah. According to Jim, yes. And uh, I remember the first time going to hello uh, about her was in Revenge of the Nerds too. There's a bikini scene. Yeah, uh, which I was like, okay. She I'm, also I'm played a, an L.A. Lakers girl on L.A. Law for oh. a brief period. Okay, she's uh, 51 today. Uh, Alfrey Woodard, actress uh, in Scrooged. 
She's Bill Murray's assistant. She's great. She's great in that Star Trek First Contact. She's really great yes. in that. Uh, and she was on Desperate Housewives as well. So That's she's, right. Uh, 66 today. She had a, uh, remember her story? No, what was her uh-uh. story? Uh, they, they were, uh, the, the family had a little bit of, uh, well, every family had something going on, but she had the son who might have committed the murder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah of course. Uh, 66 today, Mary Hart. Co-host of Entertainment Tonight. Where's she these days? Don't know. Uh, At one point, her legs were insured for, what, $6 million from Lords of London? Something like that. Uh, So she is uh, 68 years old today. Uh, Locally, Keith Jones. Ah! Former flyer. Uh, Now he's a... uh, Does he do color uh, for the uh, the games? Yeah, yeah, with JJ and uh, with Jim Jackson. And he also does national games, too. So he's a good uh, analyst. Uh, And he's celebrating his 50th as well. And then the last birthday is Tom Anderson. Tom is the co-founder of MySpace, yes. and he was your first friend when you signed up for MySpace. You always got Tom automatically as your first friend. So what did he walk away with when all was said and done money-wise? Very good question. I, I, it's probably not Zuckerberg money, but no, it's but probably still, good. I, well, and MySpace doesn't even, like, really... I mean, it exists, but... They tried to morph it into other things. I think for a brief period, Justin Timberlake had something to do with it, where yeah. it was going to be a music site. Yeah. I don't and know how much he made, Steve, but the, they were sold. MySpace was sold to News Corp, which owns uh, Fox, yeah. uh, for $580 million. All right. uh, and you know what he's really good at and popular at doing now? Posting photos, travel photos on Instagram. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he, hey. he travels the world, he uses the money, and they're good photos. It's good travel photos. To my recollection, that was the first. Uh, social media that that everybody started jumping on board, and yeah. then it wasn't until later on. Hey, there's this other thing, Facebook, that you might want to check out. Yeah, but I remember being intrigued. Wait, how does this work? So Once you got people, it, and then and then you can your friends are shared with other friends that you're friends with, and this and it just you're like, oh my god, it grows very quickly. Do you know what? I, I liked it probably the most looking back on it now. And I think that's more a product of the fact that there was just a genuine innocence about it, not the vitriol associated with modern social media. You're right. right. So I enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember, like, our interns were the ones on Facebook because you had to have an EDU uh, email yeah, address in order right. to get on there. Right. And I was, like, a little jealous. Yeah. I wish I was in school. Yeah. Uh, Tom, by the way, has 653,000 Instagram fans, so it looks like he's a good photographer. He really is. Really beautiful photos. Yeah. Here. It's MySpace Tom is his Instagram handle. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, happy birthday to uh, Tom. He is uh, 48 years old today. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, Idris Elba is the only male actor to appear on the cover of what magazine? And I am going to go to Corey, see if we can get the answer. Corey, good morning. Good morning. Corey, Idris Elba is the only male actor to appear on the cover of what magazine? Maxim. Yeah, he's right, Maxim. <laughs> Hang on, man. I actually saw a uh, a hard copy of Maxim magazine when we were in London. Yes. It was at the airport. And Still I over there. Hadn't seen one in a while. Yeah. Almost bought it. Almost. I check it out as part of uh, the prep process, um, you know, uh, every other morning. And uh, the online version of it is pretty good. I loved that magazine. I had a subscription. It was great. Maxim and and I think... Either FHM or Stuff were the two yeah. that I got consistently. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't uh, it, w- it wasn't Playboy, it wasn't Naked, but it was 
It was celebrities doing very sexy photo shoots and fun articles. It was also a pop culture aggregator, yeah. like what we have now online, yeah. but uh, it had cool stuff in it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so we're going to set him up with a four-pack of Franklin Institute tickets, journey back to Scandinavia in the Viking Age. Vikings Beyond the Legend is now open at the Franklin Institute. For tickets, visit uh, floor, fi.edu. I actually have in our basement bathroom, I have some old Maxims Do still you? in the magazine rack, and I can tell you who's on the cover. Please. One is Katy Perry. Uh-huh. One is Amanda Bynes. Yes, I remember that one. One is Alice Eve. Yeah. And I think that, oh, and uh, the other one's Jennifer Love Hewitt. Can you open them anymore? Or they stuck together. No, no, they're, they, they okay. were never used for that purpose. <laughs> but um, but anyhow, I still have those. I should take a picture of those and, yeah, please. and, and post yeah. that. Do you remember when you actually used to use static photos? <laughs> oh, God, oh, yes. are you kidding me? Oh, God, yes. I have a whole array yes. of magazines yes. laid out on the bed or, to my know. favorite pages. Oh, anyhow, I'm so I'm so old. I remember just using paintings. Yeah. Wow, cave drawings. Oh my god, who's this chick? Her eyes seem to follow me around the room. All right, we're going to get into the entertainment stories. Forty nine year old Owen Wilson is totally uninterested in his newborn daughter. If you believe a recent report in Us Weekly, Wilson shares Lila with his ex uh, Varney Vongsviger. What is it? This is Jim Varney's daughter, Vongsviritz. Uh, but he refuses to meet his daughter, a source tells the magazine. Yeah, her, her, her first name is, uh, no, it's Varuni. <laughs> wow. V-A-R-U-N-I-E. Varuni Babuni. Varuni Vongs. What, were they playing the name game when they came up with that? Varuni Booty Bobini. Varuni. I think we got one. Uh, he even checked the no visitation box in court in June. He does not want to visit and does not want any custody of her, according to a source. This is, uh, well, yeah. It's a source. I would hate to think that. I, I think yeah. better of him. Uh, Wilson landed in court after voluntarily taking a paternity test. Wow. So so he had, to, he had to take a paternity test. It was that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, Lila was born in October. Wilson has also reportedly not been in contact with... Uh, Varuni Booney Bo Booney, <laughs> uh, despite the fact that they dated for almost five years before she got pregnant. Uh, a rep for Owen says this is a private matter and it's not appropriate to comment further. He shared, he, by the way, he has uh, two other kids. He has uh, Robert, who is seven, with his ex girlfriend, Jade Duell, and Finn, who is four years old, with uh, Caroline Linkvist. So he's got a few scattered around. Well, that's uh, it's unpleasant. Well, the holiday season begins in earnest when Oprah Winfrey's annual list of favorite things arrives, <gasps> showing America all of the wonderful things we probably can't afford this season. Do you remember how huge <laughs> this used to be? Gone. Yeah. When she would have that episode. Yeah. And in by fact, the way, in fact, things the uh, our favorite things when we first did yeah, the Christmas that's... miracle that was uh, that's what it was based on. Yeah. The original name was things that make us explode in our pants. That's correct. By the way, Kathy's uh, holiday activities list will be coming sometime soon. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much ready. Marissa ready. and I were talking about yeah. yesterday. We're waiting on some musical accompaniment yes. for that, so it's on the way. Strange. <laughs> My God, that was sexy the way me. she said that. Ew! Really? That. Don't ever say that. <laughs> but you went. Yeah. That's how I feel about holiday. I know. Activities. That's what turns you all. She your lower sex, lip no like, like Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Activities. Um, so. <laughs> Floral and hearty. <laughs> and she followed that up with, ew, don't ever say that. Because <laughs> it came from you. That's I know, weird. I know. 
<laughs> and on Wednesday, oh my god, I'm so moist. <laughs> mm. Winter activities. Uh, you're including Hanukkah and Ramadan. All right, so, and on Wednesday, even the 64-year-old admits that the list has gotten a wee bit out of hand in recent years. She said, these days, choosing my favorite things makes me a little cuckoo. Uh, what started as an organic extension of wanting to treat people to some of the things I truly love has turned into an annual list that takes a team to curate. I then go through every item, picking my favorites and narrowing the selection to my own. It's a process, but because it's important to me uh, to remain as true uh, to my original inspiration as possible. My guideline, do I really like it enough to want to receive it myself? So that's how she decides what's going to be on here. Of course, look at the judgment parameters. She's a multi, multi, what is she, a billionaire now oh, at this yeah, point? Yeah. Yep. But she still likes fun stuff. Yeah. You know, a uh, little... little uh, Maseratis. Yeah, a little yeah. Maseratis you can play with. Uh, so <laughs> buying the entire list of 107 items featuring yes. everything from offbeat kitchen gadgets to next level tech would cost you about $13,000 and change. That's for everything. Uh, but the cheap, the okay. cheapest item is $13.50, and it is called Truff Hot Sauce. Mm. Uh, her boyfriend, Stedman, is a fan. She said this spicy black truffle-infused sauce is the really delicious deal. Baby, yeah. come here. Give us taste this. I've never heard of spicy truffle sauce, I, but this—it's thirteen dollars for hot sauce. Yeah, but it's tr- any anything like if you get truffle oil, it's mm. expensive. Exactly. Truffle but oil, it by the way, awesome. it, it, it's—I've told you this, Preston. There have been a couple of times when we've been doing show prep, and I'm I'm, I'm paying for having truffle fries. Yeah, the other taste it. It, it that will last with me for like two or three days. You burp that, and it's just, it just it, it lingers. So you get your money's worth. That's yes, why you sure it costs do. thirteen bucks. You get like twelve meals out of it. Uh, but she said, uh, "Don't just take my word for it." Stedman uh, was a Louisiana hot sauce man for thirty years before he tasted this stuff. The priciest item is a Story Bikes electric step through bike, and that cost one thousand five hundred twenty five dollars. What is it again? It is a Story Bikes electric step through bike. I don't know exactly what that means, Nick. If you could look that up, or somebody could uh, get you, some info. Have you seen the new uh, powered um, scooters? Okay, here oh, we're looking at it. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't have a uh, the quote unquote sissy bar. Yeah, I guess that's what they call a step through bike. So it yeah. doesn't have a crossbar that comes uh, through to the uh, to the seat. Brakes. Uh, okay. Case is the bike guy. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want a bike that uh, is electric. It's a that's a moped. Um, but uh, Steve, I, I know what you're talking about with these scooters. It has these large wheels? Yeah, I don't. So I'm looking. They're way too inexpensive for that. Are they? Which, which makes you, me a little you think, sketchy. You think there's something up? Have which, you seen them, Preston? The, no. the video. Okay, so the handle comes up and bends across. It's it's almost like a razor scooter, but the wheels are sort of large, all terrain, okay. overly inflated, like donut wheels. They look great. And are there bu- only two wheels? Yeah, yeah. two wheels like okay. a scooter, and they book along. So okay. they, they keep showing up on my Instagram feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went and found them on the uh, on the interwebs, and I was. It's like like two hundred bucks. What do you mean the handle or, comes across? So you have you have, you have like you know on, on a razor scooter where you'd have it. You have like a regular standard handlebar. Yeah, there's a bar that comes right. straight up, and there's a T. Uh, so this with goes like that. that. Hooks over. It goes like that. It's not a handlebar like this. Yeah. Okay. It just it just goes like that. So it comes up from the from the base here, and just oh, it's just it's one thing. Yeah. But okay. they look they look really it's fun. Like a, it's almost like a rudder in the front. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I wish I could remember the name of these, but it so it showed right. up in my Instagram feed. I was like, I'm not clicking on this link because then it's just gonna do. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna yeah. follow you forever. It's gonna follow me forever. Like, so, like truffle fries. So I ended up doing my own research on them, 
And it looked really, really cool. You can get a 10-hour charge, or I'm sorry, like a 10-mile charge or a 20-mile charge. But it was still, I was like, this is too cheap. Okay. And what's the appeal on the electric bikes? That you don't have to pedal, maybe? (laughs) I think you, sometimes you have to pedal to charge them. Maybe. Um, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was in uh, Ithaca, New York a few weeks ago, and uh, they have uh, electric bikes that uh, are community bikes. And so they were all over the town. You could pick one up, uh, and you use this app, and you could ride it wherever you wanted, and then leave it wherever you wanted. No fear of ass cooties? Uh, I guess, yeah. if you had a fear of ass cooties. Well, they also had the same thing in Paris, Nick. I don't know if you noticed that, but they had electric scooters. Yeah. And you could, you could, Steve, you could literally yeah. leave it anywhere on the sidewalk. It's not like you had to put it back into a charging station. Like You need you, to have the app in order to... You have to have an okay. app. Unlock them. So yep. you, you'd use like a, like, a, like an Uber-type app to locate them? Exactly. And then All once right. you activate it, then you can ride it wherever you want. So I guess it's like a ride-share type of a thing where you, you pay for the app every month. Hmm. Um, but it was an interesting... Uh, I don't know. I, idea, not exactly for me, but I don't live in Paris. All right, so back to this, uh, uh, her list of uh, favorite things. Uh, the story bike, she said, my Santa Barber neighbor makes this battery-powered beauty. Uh, she described the bike as, uh, I love mine because, A, I can pedal up to 20 miles per hour, and, B, for everyone sold, a non-electric model is donated to a person in Africa, South America, or Southeast Asia. Okay. So you can go fast. Uh, yes. Arguably, the most random is the DNA, the dog DNA test. By Embark. It's $159. Um, she said, there's nothing better than discovering your roots, and that goes for your fur babies, too. This test reveals a dog's wow. genetic age wow. and info, as well as breed breakdown from a small sample of slobber. Incredible indeed, she said. I've, I've heard you can only, like, go, like, two breeds in with I these things. Yeah. Like, it's it's not, you're not going to, you know, I want to find out who my dog's great-great-grandfather was. Yeah, I don't <laughs> see the point in this, but... Anyhow, uh, perhaps perhaps the most infantile is a onesie sweatsuit for adults, dubbed the jumpsuit. In L.A., relax. I already have one. Run, onesie will run you $168. I have, a, I have one that has Michael Dukakis's picture on it. Yes. Uh, like a onesie for grown-ups, this jumpsuit is a pleasure to wear on a long trip because you can curl up in it and still look fresh when you get where you're going. Uh, the stripe down the leg sure does slenderize as well, she says. Hey, have you seen anything that's this year's Snuggy? You remember, like, a couple of Christmas seasons ago? Yeah, yeah. Did you see it's, it's like an oversized um, uh, hoodie sweatshirt? No, I've not seen it. That you can kind of, like, snuggle into. So, like, you yeah. can pull it all the way up over you all and right, everything? So you know how, like, we, you and I don't do things like this. Or, or like, guys, we don't, like, um, cuddle up on the couch and then and crawl up into, like, a little ball, Right. <laughs> And, and sit up straight, so it's meant for girls who bend their knees. Who bend their knees, and I know yeah, who bend their knees. So she'll pull yeah. the end of it down over like a full blanket. Mm. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah, like kind of put the, the legs over I do. To the side. I sit yes. like yeah. this. With, to, like. Yeah, it's, it's called a huggle. Is that what it's called? Yeah, there it is. The huggle that, hoodie. Huggle hoodie. Uh huh. Case, go I, do it on our couch. I, I can. I'm, I'm not. I'm not um, flexible enough to do. Yeah, that. I can't bend my knees up like that. I do pull my arms into my shirt from time to time, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you if do I'm a chilling. meeting sometimes too. Yeah, what I cold. found out on there the- are a couple things: the, the the hand tuck under the under the the thighs yep. as yep. you're sitting there. Yep. Uh, I will. I can. I will. I like to build a pillow wall along my my sides to keep airflow at a minimum. Right. 
and uh, and it, when you really want to get in cozy mode. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, way I can sit down and fall asleep during the shows I'm watching. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Case, this looks like a good idea for like maybe three minutes, and then I just start to sweat and like yes. would not be able to get out of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm dying in here! I'm my legs are stuck! I can't breathe! I can't breathe! Holy <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I uh, need water! Start having a panic attack. Yes! yes. yes. I love when you go, I can't breathe! <laughs> I can't breathe! I can't breathe! <laughs> Uh, so those are Oprah's, some of her favorite things That's this cool. year. Okay. What uh, about the the billion dollars? Is that one of her yeah. favorite things? No. Well, <laughs> I like, I like and her that. bank account. That's her all-time favorite thing. So Dame Emma Thompson proved that she earned her title on Wednesday when she attempted to steal a kiss from her longtime friend Prince William as he bestowed the honor of damehood upon her. Oh, uh, she said, I love Prince William. I've known him since he was little, and we just sniggered at each other. Uh, she told reporters of their exchange, I said, I can't I can't kiss you, can I? And he said, no, don't. But you can touch it. Not- <laughs> <laughs> That's perfectly acceptable. The 59-year-old Oscar winner rocked sneakers in a suit at the ceremony. Uh, but she was too busy admiring William to discuss her own honor. She said he's looking wonderful and doing so well. Oh, God, he's looking so good. Uh, she commented by saying, he said, this day isn't about me, it's about you. Wow, she showed up looking like Rucker Hauer. <laughs> uh, she said, it's uh, really lovely because I've always loved the boys and I've always been a long-term correspondent with their dad. It's a very lovely feeling. Uh, I like her a lot. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, so that's cool that she is now a dame. Uh, let's see. Stand-up comedian Louis C.K. gave his longest performance yet since launching a comeback. The show took place at the Le Théâtre de Louvre in Paris, uh, an English-language showcase headed by Sebastian Marks. The show was announced earlier in the day. Uh, after admitting to pleasuring himself in front of multiple women without their consent, C.K. has begun reuniting the or uh, yeah, returning to the stage in recent months. <laughs> Uh, one member of the audience was Blanche Garden, a 41-year-old actress, his girlfriend. Uh, they were first photographed, first photographed together a few weeks ago. So, so she's he, watching him. He's addressed it in uh, small snippets on stage. Yes. I yes. wonder um, if he plans to do a deep dive on that eventually. At some point, there will have to be an interview of yeah, sorts. If, yeah. he, if he wants to continue to... Um, Progress and not just doing comedy shows, but eventually maybe get, <laughs> right. getting back into acting sure. and things like that. He's going to have to have a sit down right. at some point. A sit it's, around. Yeah, a sit around. Uh, I think you mentioned this yesterday, Stephen. We were talking to Anthony Michael Hall, but uh, Kelly Ripa is ready to flex her creative muscles. She is signed on to guest star in the CW's Riverdale. Oh, wow. Did you mention that I or did not, not mention okay. it, but I was aware of it. I love it. They she always will... do that. They've, and... they've done that since they were dating, where they've appeared on each other's shows. Okay, and oh, she's going to be the mistress... Of Mark Consuelos, uh, his character, uh, Hiram Lodge. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Hiram? Is it Hiram? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, which is a weird name for him to have. But but, but uh, anyway, the um, uh, yeah, I, he's great on that show. He's impossibly a good-looking guy, but you just like him. He's just a good actor. He's a good bad guy. And uh, them together, that's going to be Whoa. fun. Is there, is there a clip, a picture? There's a picture Steve. of her yeah, on I the saw set. This. Holy and crap. She looks like a vamp, no question, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she is so tiny. She is an itty-bitty thing. We love her. Yeah. Uh, she would be able to cut up in a little... In one of those, yeah. In little <laughs> huggles on the couch. With like, <laughs> oh, look, who's in their little huggle. Yeah. Oh, oh. I just, I'd have to crawl up. And listen, she always calls it the camp out for hunger, so maybe we'll be talking to her again this year in just a couple of weeks. We'll see. Uh, but she had said in an Instagram post, the one that uh, that we were just looking at, the picture of her on the set, it's a family affair. 
Uh, Hiram's mistress, 23 years of auditioning for a role I was born to play, she said. Do you know what? She looks better now at this age than she's yeah. ever looked in her life. Yeah, yeah. She she actually will like kind of make fun of herself uh, for the way she looked when she did All My Children and back <laughs> in the day. By the way, Steve, last night their son Michael was on Riverdale. Yes, yeah. And uh, he, was, he was a young Hiram. Anthony Michael Hall was talking about that and saying, you know, hey, I know your parents. And, <laughs> That's cool. And her kid, the, their kids are just as gorgeous as they are. Did you have a chance to see that last I recorded night? it. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious as to how uh, Anthony Michael Hall was and, and the whole episode. So, um, Jennifer Gardner almost had a wardrobe malfunction at church. Uh, the 46-year-old tells people of the almost full moon that happened. Yeah, she sent my skirt. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she parted. I just foofed. I bit foofed. Sorry, I just foofed. I think I left a stain. Excuse me, can I get out of here? I left a stain. <laughs> There's a stain on the pew. Uh, Father, do you have any additional water? <laughs> I think I foofed in my pantaloons. Uh, she said, uh, my skirt got caught in my panties at Ooh. church. What was she doing that had that happen? <laughs> she was halfway through a 10-minute routine. <laughs> Look, it turns her on to be in church. <laughs> Uh, so she said, my skirt got caught in my panties at church a couple of weeks ago, and I almost walked into the congregation after going to the restroom with full biscuit showing, she said. Here's what ha- so she had a biscuit poke at I like biscuit. she. I like that she calls her ass a oh biscuit. <laughs> That's great. So I was trying to hold in a foof, and I blew out my O-ring. And the biscuit fell off. It fell right off. It cracked off halfway. Uh, she, luckily, the mother of three felt a breeze. <gasps> yep, that's and that's what uh, happened. she was able to uh, to fix things. It happened to me yesterday. I had a dress on yesterday, and I had like a uh, kind of like a sweater over it. And uh, when it went to the bathroom, it got tucked in the sweater. And I walked out to wash my hands, and I was like, "Oh wait, there's definitely something showing back there." <laughs> you were looking a little vamp. Not, I mean, you had like the high boots on and everything. I were you were you auditioning for an assassin? yesterday <laughs> no i was not okay. i uh we had um, my wife's uh, uh charity uh mother's wish had their big gala a few weeks ago and i was emceeing the event and i get up there and i do my first run on the microphone or maybe i did the full presentation and, mm-hmm. and i get done and i'm hanging out and i'm talking to some friends and i look down and my pants are full-on unzipped <laughs> all the way down. I, feel like, I feel like you do that a lot i do it a lot Kathy. <laughs> what is I, it i don't know what it is i don't <laughs> know why after I pee I just will sometimes forget to zip up my not pants. Up. It's, it's not like you wear like like sweatpants a lot where you're not doing a lot of zipping. I don't know, man. It's just know. jeans. I'm yeah. slipping. I'm slipping. <laughs> starting old. to you got some. You got some food on your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> See what's what's going to be next. How come the car keys are in the refrigerator? I know. I know. <laughs> exactly. That's going to be me. Uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris are split. This is great, though. They're not going to be living too far from each other. It's part of their divorce settlement, TMZ has learned. Chris and Anna hammered out their divorce with the help of a private judge who just signed off Wednesday on the deal. And according to the documents, they've, they have agreed to live no more than five miles apart from, uh, from each other for about the next five years. That's excellent. I like that. It seems that they're really making it work. The shot of them out... Um Trick or treating and it's up on the screen right now with their with their significant others. Yeah, he's dating uh, you know Schwarzenegger's uh, daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I did that with my uh, with my ex wife to live closer to our son. It, it, it makes you it made so- a deal. Yeah, well, it wasn't like a, a part of the uh, okay. divorce agreement, but it made real practical sense to live near one another for pickups and drop offs and soccer and school and homework and everything. And it's... and not to mention just kid, uh, you know, uh, caring for the kid. Yes, it's going to make it easier on everybody. For everybody. Yeah, so he's happier, she's happier, I'm happier. But they they put it in writing just in case somebody 
goes weirdo. Goes bonkers. Guess, yeah. goes, so, goes Angelina Jolie. The clause calls for <laughs> the five-mile rule to stay in place until Jack completes the sixth grade. Right now, he is six years old, so that means they've got another five years or so living in relatively close quarters. Uh, if for any reason one of them needed to move further apart, they have to give the other party written notice no later than three months in advance of the move. And they also have to provide 30 days notice if they want to travel out of the country with Jack and reasonable advance notice to travel out of the state as well. So these are things that they've uh, they've hashed out. And uh, that's uh, smart to do. Definitely. Uh, what else do I have for you folks? How about this? On the heels of the news of Alec Baldwin's arrest for a parking altercation, ABC is shifting airtime of his show to Saturdays at 10 p.m. as of December 8th. So, uh, so yeah. About a this month is his talk now. show? Yeah, the new show airs at 10 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah. But they're going to move it to Saturday. Uh, they said uh, we're making a good sh- or he said we're making a good show here. Uh, he was in uh, The Hollywood Reporter in a recent story, and he recognized at the time that the series might not last. He said, I mean, who knows if we survive? ABC's not doing very well. We could get out there, uh, show four or five episodes, and be dead. So he doesn't know. It's very optimistic. Uh, but they've moved it. Uh, they, I think he's just being practical about it. And then uh, Breaking Bad creator Vince Gilligan is working on a two-hour movie of the show. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. A theatrical movie or a made-for-TV yeah. movie? Uh, that's a good question. It's a, the, 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 to be determined if they'll be theatrical or made for television. Uh, he will reportedly write the script, executive produce, and possibly direct. No word yet if Brian Cranston will return. There can't, I, I don't see how you would go to all the trouble of doing a movie and not have Brian Cranston in the movie. All right. Yeah. I can't um, get excited about this until I have a, some more details. You need also, more deets? I need more deets. And also, uh, if you're going to make a two-hour movie, that's fine. But you can't have the same same pacing that you have like from the TV show. Because when you have yeah. an entire season yeah. to flesh things out... You can you can pace it a little bit slower. You be more like Police Academy. Yeah. Well, me, yes. Yeah. Part two. Meth heads on uh, patrol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, Chris. Yes. But the Miami Meth heads on patrol. Yeah. Meth heads on patrol. I like it. <laughs> Breaking Bad the movie. Meth heads on patrol. I love it. I, I trust Vince Gilligan. I'm sure he'll come up with a you know a, a viable plot. But it, it'll be an interesting thing because they really the story arc of Brian Cranston's character was beginning to end. It's complete. It's complete. And so where do you fit in a two hour movie? Yeah. That's a good question. Maybe between the last commercial break and the end of the series? Yes. Uh, so Aaron Paul's reportedly on board. He'll be playing oh. uh, Jesse Pinkman again. So uh, we'll see where this goes. Uh, Case, let's see the clips okay, here. Hey, right? man. Uh, the Girl in the Spider's Web is the sec- second installment of The Girl with a Dragon Tattoo book series brought to the big screen. Here, Claire Foy... Talks about her history and interest in the character. I loved the books. And I, at the time, you know, was a girl in my 20s and kind of reading about a girl in her 20s. I just found it quite kind of um, eye-opening, really. And especially a story which focuses around a woman and that she's sort of the most interesting person to follow in the story as well. No, no, but yeah. 20s. I like the way she says that. Uh, the girl in the spider web, spider's web is out tomorrow. Was she in the first movie? Yes. Okay. Are they, one, yeah, which one? There were uh, there were there were two versions. There's a Swedish version of the first movie, and then there's the English version of the first movie. Uh, okay, Nick's pulling up her IMDb. Who was the star of the first one? I've forgotten. The first, this the Swedish one, I think it was. No, the the uh, the English one. Row, row, 
Ronan. Ronan, row, row your boat. Row, row, row your boat, Smith. I'm not sure. Look it up while we're doing the next clip. Here we go. Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. That's, what That's it, it. You're right. You're right. The creative minds behind The Good Place succeeded in bringing together a group of incredibly funny people. Here, Darcy Carden talks about uh, breaking on the set and how she manages to avoid it. Breaking on the set? Okay, we'll see what that means. <laughs> be a lot of like laughing while I read the script, um, and the the read throughs were always very um, like rowdy, and we would laugh a lot. But I don't know, dropping into Janet character, little robot gal, it's like yeah. I, something something clicked where it was like I didn't break very much. You oh. sound insane. I didn't break very much. Break up is break what character. I would say. Yeah, or break uh, character, right. or go on a break. Uh, yeah, take a break. Well, five Short minute, straight through smoke break, something like that. Uh, new episode of Good Place airs tonight at eight thirty, and that is on NBC. There you go. Whoa! That's what I got for you. It's like a runaway train of entertainment. <laughs> entertainment report. You can't stop it. No. Uh, we do have some guests on the show today. We have our buddy uh, Dov Davidoff, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club, and uh, Dov is stopping in a little bit after eight. We will have the uh, writers, directors, and producers of Ralph Breaks the Internet. Here in our studio, we're going to have Rich Moore and Phil Johnston stopping by around you, 9. The movie opens on the 21st. As you remember, this is the one that brings all the Disney princesses together. Yeah, you're right. Yep. You are correct about that. Listen, as we take a break, I'd like to give away some beer. Uh, we have a case of Yards Brawler 16-ounce pounders for caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. you got to be this 21 to win. And uh, falls here, and that means that uh, football tailgates, good people getting together with good beer. Uh, you can pick up a case of Yards Brawler 16-ounce pounders at the Beer Outlet in Northeast Philly. We'll be back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Smashing Pumpkins. Dorothy. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Something interesting crossed my desk. Steve passed this along to me, and uh, it is a an event that is taking off. It, apparently, it's been increasingly popular in Canada. It's new in the United States, and, and we're hoping to feature this. I heard that we will. We'll see if everything comes together for the Camp Out for Hunger, but... It's archery dodgeball. Yeah. Archery dodgeball. So the name alone makes your mind start racing. Uh-huh. And then you say, there's no way they can do it. And mm-hmm. then you see how they do it, and you're like, I think I want to do that. I haven't <laughs> watched video of this yet, so I need to see this. But apparently you have uh, bows and arrows. Yes. Uh, they are soft-tipped. They're, they're foam-tipped arrows. Uh, and apparently they, they leave them out in the open. And like dodgeball, you have to run and go get them. You have to go run, get, run and get your bow. And then you, uh, and, and that's kind of like the Hunger Games. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's got to be the uh, the basis for it. And then they have uh, inflatable uh, objects that you can hide behind, yeah. a la paintball. If you've ever done indoor paintball. Or laser tag. Yeah, uh, yeah laser yeah. tag, things like that. So uh, this why are we just now hearing of this? This yeah. is a great idea. My sister's family actually did this uh, this summer. Seriously? Yeah, I'm trying to think of where they, they went. Um, I think They, they just used regular arrows, though, right? No, 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 no. I think they did it in the Poconos. They went and stayed at some resort up in the Poconos uh, at some point at the end of the summer. And I didn't know it was like dodgeball. I thought it was more like like paintball. 
where, uh, you know, because this dodgeball, it's like a smaller sort of course with, um, you know, with some things that you can hide behind. Well, I, if, like the, if they're calling it dodgeball, there might be elements to it that, that are dodgeball-esque. I don't know oh, if yeah. that would include catching an arrow. Yeah. Well, here, here's here's some of the different games that I read about. Okay. Uh, so there's a game called Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah, I like that. Who wouldn't want to play that? Uh, once you get shot, it's two teams. Once you get shot, you join the other team. Oh, uh, that's very cool. And then whichever team has the most remaining players wins. So, you, yeah. so your loyalty will wane. Can change from second yeah, to second. Yeah, exactly. So you if, if, you're, if you're on the zombie team and you get shot, then you did you go back to the human team? Yeah, you go to the other team. Uh, so then they, they ramp it up with uh, different game types such as Elimination, which was a typical dodgeball game. Right. Uh, fireball, Dog Eat Dog, Medic and Engineer. Remember there was like a prison Prison game? dodge. So prison, prison dodgeball dodge. yeah, is this. Yeah, yeah, It's what I think we actually, I don't know if we ever played it with our, in our dodgeball run. Yeah, we did. When you, when you hit the person with the ball, they go behind you. Yeah. Behind the baseline, behind you. If if they can if the ball can be gotten to them yeah from the they, other team and they can hit someone on that side they can run back to the other yeah, side if you would I think if you would lo- if your team if you had somebody in prison on the other yeah. side you could lob a ball over okay and if they caught it they were out of prison and they could come back to your side again or something Just, like okay that. yeah and there are, there are, you know there's a Multiple variety rules of yeah rules no you're games. right. Preston, um, this, this lingering injury on my pinky is yes. as a result of a dodgeball mm-hmm. game. It's a dodgeball incident injury, yes. right there. <laughs> but, yeah, you know what, Casey? they got to be able to, if you can catch an arrow, how right? Freaking awesome. Could you imagine be? how, yeah. how uh, Loki would that be? Yeah. yeah. Right? right? Yeah. In the Avengers. Yeah, uh-huh. He just yeah. grabs it right in front of his face. Um, so, listen, we're going to try and pull this off at the Camp Out for Hunger. We do some, some stunty games from time to time over there, but Steve saw this. And Marissa got to work on it and got a hold of a group in Camden, New Jersey that do this. Love it. And as of now, we have a go-ahead, but you never know. <laughs> Things change. The liability and so forth. They, they can't. St- I mean, this it's a game. It's, it's for charity. Helmets and it's it, it, pads. And... We, we were just watching. <sighs> All sorts of people were doing it. Yeah. I got to play this game. Uh, so It's this, like the hoodie Snuggie. It's we, sweeping the nation. We wanted you to. <laughs> We wanted to do, uh, you know, the axe throwing when that first surfaced and was very novelty and way uh, ahead of the curve. And we couldn't get the go ahead. None of the companies would uh, would come out and do it for us. But uh, but this sounds like a home run. I'm going to go to Patrick, who's done it before. Hey, Patrick. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, good, buddy. How you doing? Good. We did this about two years ago up in Jim Thorpe uh, for a bachelor party. It was How? an absolute blast. Oh. How come we're just hearing about it now? That's great. I don't know. We kind of found it. It's actually at the base of this beautiful golf resort. Uh-huh. And then they kind of have like a little ski resort. And in the off season, they do this and they do those canopy like zip lining tours. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Sure. Let me let me ask you, Patrick. So uh, are they doing it out like on a like uh, like a paintball course or are they doing it indoors? Yeah, I used to play paintball. So it's kind of like a small speedball paintball course with okay. big blow up things that you hide behind. Indoors? No, no, no. Outdoor. Oh, yeah, That's awesome. yeah, yeah. So they basically just set all the arrows up in the middle, and you each start from each side. You run out, grab as many arrows as you can, go find a hiding place. <laughs> That's cool. You go out, and the beautiful thing was is that when they were setting us up, they forgot to grab a couple arrows that were kind of on the wood line. Yeah. So I grabbed one and put one next to my leg, and my buddy, who's a uh, larger gentleman, he was sitting there kind of clueless when everybody went to grab the things. I already had an arrow, and I nailed him right the plums right off the back. <laughs> <laughs> so you shot him at point blank range. Yep. Yeah. Hey, is there a rule? You know, like paintball, you, no headshots. Um, is there? No, a... no. I got, I got smacked right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> but you're wearing a helmet, yeah. There's no rule in paintball on. with no headshots. Um, I thought there was. Oh, 
I mean, I, dodgeball. I've is. never played straight up full rules yeah. paintball. Yeah, you have the you have the paintball mask on, but yes. I mean, it's still. I mean, these the 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 um, uh, the padding things like the, they look like a big marshmallow at the end yeah. of it. I mean, but they're still pretty firm though. I mean, you can you can have some fun with it. Well, do, do you leave? A, do you get a welt like you do with paintball? Not really. No. Okay. All right. All right. Then we're on. Every, Kathy, Even maybe you'll better. play. <laughs> yeah, you should play, Kath. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. She seems into it. Yep. Casey's shaking his head no. <laughs> that she wouldn't play? No. Is it going to hurt? We we have heard absolutely categorically that it does not hurt. In fact, it tickles. <laughs> it's kind of pleasant, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I, I love this type of stuff. Uh, I love, uh, you know. Hey, you know, we invented Glocky. We did do Glocky. You know, uh, one thing I'm going to try probably in the near future is uh, our buddy Ernie, uh, you know, martial arts yeah, yeah. trainer. Uh, he does these uh, these tactical um, uh, weapons scenarios right. in indoors, like with the uh, with guns and yeah, yeah, yeah. and other and police officers. Like and, Keanu Reeves uh, did, you know, he did he did ta- he does tactical course training for well, the John Wick films. There's some live fire stuff, and then there's things that aren't where you you know you break it, you go into a room, yeah. and you have to you got to figure out where the trouble is, right, and make sure right, you cover all the bases, kind of like in. Uh, in the beginning, when they, of uh, of um, uh, Silence of the Lambs, yes. we were going through the training at at, uh, at Gitmo. Or, no, not Gitmo, <laughs> uh, 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 Langley or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. Quantico, Quantico. Thank you. I'm your instructor. <laughs> <laughs> I am the FBI's number one profiler. <laughs> you enter a room. I'm there with nine boys. What uh, do you do? Yeah. Uh, let me go to uh, let me go to Josh here talking about archery dodgeball. Hey, Ar- uh, Josh. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, so I'm down from Atlantic City. I drive up this way for work, and I just uh, heard you guys talking about archery dodgeball. Yes. I used to, like the previous caller, I used to play a pretty good amount of paintball on the inflatable bunkers, indoor and outdoor. Mm-hmm. And uh, down by me, we noticed that the uh, clientele for that kind of slimmed off, and then the younger kids didn't really want to play. They were a little intimidated. Mm-hmm. So uh, they saw archery dodgeball on the, on the Internet and brought it to their field. So I go out with a bunch of my friends. I'm like, oh, I got this in the bag. Now these guys play on stuff like this. I'm good to go. Right. There's actually kind of a pretty big learning curve as far as, like, shooting that soft tip arrow okay. uh, at, at somebody that you're trying to hit. Is so it because just, of the, the arc of the arrow that it that it uh, it, it drops? Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know if it's just from, uh, like, a little bit of muscle memory, like, as far as playing paintball. Like, all right, I see this guy. I'm going to click a trigger and hopefully hit him. No, you got to really, like, plan ahead. Okay. you're basically standing on top of the person. That right. was at least what I Well, that's thinking. actually that's actually good. I, I We don't want something that's across nine football fields, you know, so we want something that um, can be sort of concise and uh, right. and take it out for a crack. I mean, I have a compound bow. I can bring that down, Preston. No, I don't <laughs> think you want to do that. Uh, and uh, so you have to, once you, you've got to, you're going to run out of ammo pretty quick. You've got to go find other arrows, right? Yeah, and that's kind of what makes it pretty in- intimate because, you know, you start the game off, you run up, you grab your arrows, you dial back a little bit, you retreat, and then uh, you notice, hey, I'm out of arrows after three shots, and I didn't touch anybody. So yeah, then you yeah. got to kind of get close. I like that. Game. Yeah, not even thinking about that. You, so you got to go look for an arrow. So I guess, is it is this a game better played indoors? Uh, yeah, we were running it indoors. Yeah. But I know a lot of outdoor fields that have, like, the speedball set up where it's the inflatable bunkers. They are outdoor, and they were running it as well. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'll we'll figure it. it out. And the place yeah. in Camden's going to help. What's the name of the place in Thanks, Camden? Josh. Uh, I don't know. We'd right. have to ask Marissa, and she is not in there right. right now. No so problem. We'll have to find out. But we're going to work on uh, doing that at uh, Camp Out for Hunger. Listen, by the way, speaking of Camp Out, one of the things that uh, we wanted to, uh, and it looks like we have somebody online I'm going to go to in a second about this, um, about the uh, archery. But one of the things we wanted to see is we, we always look for cool, unique things to do while we're yeah. there to have some fun. It's and part of the deal. Entertain. And if you have something, an idea, or maybe an object or some kind of cool thing uh, that you think would, would be uh, perfect for it, get in touch with us. Let us know because we're open to any ideas as we're searching around for what to do. Absolutely. It can be, I can bring this down to camp out. I can do this down to camp out. I can bring these people down to camp out yeah. if you know anybody. Because listen... This we're, we're now buttressing right up against it. We have stuff planned, but the more the merrier. And obviously, because it is happening a little earlier on the calendar, we want to hedge our bets and make sure we have a home run. So if if you please, every don't don't hesitate if you think it's something. Nah, I, I won't send it. If you have even the notion that it might be useful for us, send it along. I'm hesitant to say anything because I don't want to provide any false leads. But um, if you know somebody like a celebrity who would like to be a part of this, please contact us because I, I feel like I'm not doing my job this year in booking interesting guests. And, and oh. I feel woefully short in providing uh, interesting content this year for Camp Out for Hunger. Casey and I were talking about it in the hall yesterday. Every year we come up against it and we're like, oh my God. Well, it's the holidays. And I, you, I know, you fight I, the perennial thing and, right. and, and you you guys always manage to pull it together, and, and it always works. But I don't but the want that, uh, you, you know, my, my, my dog uh, got groomed by uh, Bradley Cooper's former hairdresser. You know, I, I would love for yeah. somebody who's interesting who can attend Camp Out for Hunger. And, and the like thing that Bradley we all, Cooper. Like, Bradley, like Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Or Bradley Cooper's dog. Yeah. The thing that we always say is, if you get down there and you see it, then you know. Yeah. You, once you're in that tent and you see this military-like operation of how awesome Phil Abundance is, it makes an impact on you. And so that's what I would love to have happen well, this year. Well, the thing that we do fight is the fact that it's around the holidays and people tend to go home and lock and load and, and, and be there, for, you know, for that stuff. So, um, uh, you know, but listen. Wait, listen, we, we, it's a spectacle. When, it's you, a when spectacle. you come down there, there is... It's not like there's nothing yeah. going on. No, there's there. a ton of there's stuff and there will be. Going it's on guaranteed. There. But you know what? Like last year, we were uh, we had a mobile go kart outfit that was coming and bringing go karts all set. And then at the last second, they couldn't get their insurance done. And I'm like, ah. So the, there are definitely hoops that that need to be jumped through. Yeah. And uh, dots, eyes that need to be dotted. And in fact, stuff if we like have that. some hoops that we could jump through. Bring those down. Yeah. Bring, honestly, uh-huh. whatever you have, let us know because there's stuff in place, but we want everything. We this is so critically important to camp out for hunger for fill abundance and for the area. And we, you know, as as it's progressed over the years, and and you know, changes have happened here at the station, and we have new new owners. They came in, uh, not not so new now, but but Beasley, the folks at Beasley came in and and wrapped their arms around the camp out because they know how important. Uh, it is, and so we're, we're thrilled. But you know, every year we want to put our best foot forward. So everything, anything you can do to help would be really, really appreciated. Somebody says, "Hey, how about a nacho cannon?" Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's, maybe this year we perfect it. Uh, I'm going to go to Craig, who is with uh, Archery Tag. Uh, Craig, how you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. How's everybody? Wonderful. Are you the guy that Marissa got in touch with? Yes, I sure am. I was so I was so excited to talk to her, and uh, I'm going to make your event happen so much. You're going to have so much fun. It's awesome. So wonderful. Now, I hear you guys talking about insurance, right, and they won't let us do this and do that. I run a karate school, so I was looking for something to enhance what we do. Yeah. And when I called my insurance company, I said, 
we want to play archery tag. We yeah. want to shoot at and, and most people are like, oh, no, that's too dangerous. They said, yes, yes. Awesome. Go do your events. We have certificates, and we're going to watch you shoot each other <laughs> with arrows. I love and, it. And so these, and, and, and Craig, so these, the, these arrows are, are, are like, they have like, they look like basically marshmallow cushions at the end of it, right? Yeah, yeah. but you got to be a dead shot, and uh, <laughs> just, you get a lot of practice. It's so physical. It's so physical. Um, it's, it's, it's just paintball without the cleanup. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I have a video on, on my Facebook page that where, I, where I describe it. And I say, it's kind of like dodgeball. Yeah. Only with arrows. Only with arrows. Yeah. <laughs> and it took off. It took off. And we're so excited. We're going to have a blast. I'm also bringing a, a range. So if you have some uh, betting people that would like to think that they can shoot a ball off of a, uh, a cushion of air. Mm. It's a hover ball. Oh, right? dude, I'm That's down with great. that. I'm down with that. Yeah. So Listen, I have people that go on that and don't want to come off. Wow. You know, they want to shoot all day. And it, is it a awesome. bit presumptuous for me to say that I think I'm going to be really good at this? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Craig, you don't know Preston. He is he is good at these things. This is my type of thing. This is his type of thing. Now it might take him like I don't know, like two or three tries, but after that, he's going to be better than. Are you Are you good at archery in general? I'm okay at it because because I'm good. Yeah, you know, but I I'm good at shooting actual arrows. This is going to be a different animal. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to the different animal. Yeah, because I think if you think. If you think shooting an arrow is fun, wait till you start catching him to eliminate. Oh, that's what I want to do. I want to Loki up this cast. He was asking if you if you grab an arrow out of the air, yeah, uh, like dodgeball, the other person's out. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Now we're talking. Now we got to yeah. try just that alone. Too, I know. See if, you, played, if you can stand there and get re- and grab one. Yeah. I played with a with with a lady, and at the end of the game, there was two big burly guys like myself playing. We shot arrows at her. She eliminated both of us. Cat, cat. <laughs> ah, the great leveler. Uh-huh. All right, so maybe maybe what we do, Craig will try to catch it in our mouths. How about, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm down. All right, all right. All right, all right. awesome, Craig, man. Hey, where's your, uh, where's your place located in Camden? I'm at 207 Market Street. It's called Iron Lion Karate. Okay. And uh, I'm the teacher. The head archer. <laughs> the head archer. <laughs> he laughs as he just made up that title. <laughs> I love it, Craig. All right, man. Well, we'll see you in a couple weeks, all right? God bless you guys for doing this, and we can't wait to be a part of it. Awesome. Thanks, I appreciate Thank it. It's Craig, man. Yeah. All right. All right. I like him already. Hey, you know what I'm thinking I might want to try? I don't know if we can do this or not, but what? let me just see what you guys think about this. Uh, you know the dunk team uh, at Sixers games? Yes. The- the dunk, oh, I thought you said the gunk, the gunk team. I'm like, I would unfamiliar. love to see you do that. I oh god, would love to try like that. off the trampolines. Yes. Listen, okay. Let's keep in mind, Casey was a diver. Casey, hey. Casey can do. I've seen him do. Uh, you know, gainers and flips off the diving board, and he is more graceful than you think he I th- is. He I've is also seen when those it comes pro- to aerials. I've also seen those professionals slam into the of basket course. when they get a little out of control. So could could we set up with enough padding? I mean, we could obviously see if we could go over to. But I mean, if we could no, do it, I want to bring it out there. Yeah, they, they, do it they have pads that they use. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, uh, so we could do that. We could definitely that would do be that. Fun. All right, the Sixers. I'm are adding right that to our current list of, of things. Yeah, you second. would try it, wouldn't you? Oh, I've, I mean, working at the Sixers for years, you look at it and you're like, I could do that. Like that, I think I could do well, that. Well, you're a diver as well. But didn't, I never had the chance to didn't try it. Intern Julie used to do that. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. I know she was Jay a dancer. Oh, oh my god! god. Stop! Stop. <laughs> 
Walk out and leave. Go home now. Stop that now. Knock it off. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear that audio again. I want to hear that again. Wait a minute, though. I thought I thought that Julie one time did it. Like I thought that we had saw a video of her. You know what? She might have. I know she could do some crazy stuff. So I thought she did up, went up in the air, did a flip, and came down doing splits. Oh, geez. I don't know about that. But they did have a couple of dancers, at least from what I remember. They had a couple of dancers who would throw the uh, basketball up for the guys, you know, so the guys would jump over them and then dunk the basketball. What? <laughs> um, Jinx, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Didn't she? I think maybe she did a high kick, right? Where she would hold her yeah, she foot could, in the air. She could put, she was very, um, uh, very uh, malleable and, and flexible. Then come down into a split like that. Okay. Is she still with Ricky Patelco? No. Yes. Oh, yes. No? Oh, yes. I thought you meant working for him. <laughs> she with him in the, the in the biblical about. sense. No, I sh- saw Ricky uh, Ricky um, earlier this year, and they were still together. Okay. She works for the head honcho of the the Phantoms. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. No, she moved she what? She moved down to this area. Oh, uh, and she works for the Flyers now. Well, I don't know what, what I'm talking about. She Ricky works for the Flyers. Yes, and she's still dating Ricky. Patelco. Doesn't work for the Flyers anymore either, though. This is decision. Okay, whatever, man. There's so Listen, many things happening. We're talking about doing flips and, and, <laughs> and stuff at the, at the camp out for hunger. So, yeah, Casey. I'm, I'm totes going to do this. I'm down with that. So you know we'll who could help is uh, Christian Crosby. He works <laughs> for the Sixers, he, and he used to do this kind of thing. Uh, he's like the in-arena host. He's really good at it, and he's a big fan of the show, so I'll reach out to Christian. See to, be can... a, to be honest, at, I'm sorry to interrupt, nope. Nick. To be honest, at the Camp Out for Hunger, uh, we have brought you some new and interesting sports over the year. We, we brought uh, Bump Ball. Bump ball was a blast. That was a lot of fun. And it's it's gone away. Yeah. And we did the the Glocky, which was the hockey on the hoverboards. Yes. Who'd you, who did you play again? Yeah. We had some... Danny, Danny Briere. Danny Briere. Yeah. How cool was that? And Kevin... Crowley. Crowley, yeah. From, yeah, the, from, uh, from the Wings. Uh, hey. Oh, my God. Did we just become, oh God. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. Nick, I'm sorry you're left out. I haven't done it with anybody. Preston, what's your favorite dinosaur? Velociraptor. What's your favorite magazine? Non-porn magazine to spank you to? Good housekeeping. And if you were a chick, who would you bang? John Samos. Oh, of course. All right. So anyhow, Camp Out for Hunger is approaching fast and furiously. So we are getting ourselves prepared for that. One other quick thing to completely switch gears. Uh, I saw this. I think Marissa, did you send me this about uh, Joe's Bar and Grill on South Street? Um, so they're closing. Ah, Joe's Bar and Grill is an. I have to admit, I never went in there. Or John's. I'm sorry, not Joe's. John's. Um, this it, is the Larry the uh, the Larry Fine picture, right? Yeah, that's correct. Supposedly, Larry Fine was born right there, and that's why in the bar. Uh, well, it, it was a, an apartment or a house. It was a maternity uh, bar. It was a maternity bar <laughs> uh, where midwives <laughs> work, drank work while giving bartender. birth. Yeah, they're bartenders, and then every now and then somebody gives birth, and they're there to take care of it. <laughs> No, but uh, this is sad. I, Ed, that's one of my favorite things on South Street is that big picture of Larry Fine, and I hope that never goes away. I think I was in there once, and I uh, that's very that's very sad. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I, I did anybody ever go besides Steve? Maybe going there once. Any good? Yeah. Never. Okay, I, thought the, I th- remember enjoying it, but it, you know, it's one of those things. It's it's, it's always it's a, it's a staple, and it was on the uh, on the Duck Tour when yeah. they used to exist. That was one of the things they'd have, you know, make sure to point out. Yeah, it had great outdoor seating, and I'd go there for, like, Quizzo or karaoke nights or something like that. It was just a great bar. It's been open for 30-something years. So uh, that's sad. I, I hate never, to see that. I never like to hear that. Yes, yeah, it uh, it's closed after 37 years, and it uh, was proclaimed the birthplace of Larry Fine of the Three Stooges. So. You know what it's being replaced by? Uh-uh. The Shemp Spa. Oh, insult to injury. <laughs> 
I think uh, Bridget's Boys is expanding and going in there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's right, because it had burned down. Yeah, Bridget Boys burned oh. down, so they're going to uh, replace John's with that. That's what I heard. Well, I can't see them leaving the Larry Fine stuff up over Bridget Boys. Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> people going into it. What's with the uh, big Larry Fine picture? Well, I would think they'd keep it. I mean, he's listen. He's one sure. of the he's one of the 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 treasures over the years. Yeah. I think of of a Philadelphia, and he was awesome, man. I love Larry. Fine. Absolutely, wow. the unsung unsung stooge. So I, I always felt bad for him because he wasn't Mo or Curly. But he always the great thing about him is you could always count on him to have a huge chunk of his pubic hair head yep. ripped out. That bit <laughs> never got old to me. It would just Mo would just rip out <laughs> fists full of his hair. You know. He would he would grab yeah. he grab a handful of hair yeah. and then smack him on the head, which would cause his head to go down and the yeah. hair and him to rip his hair. <laughs> Who played him in the movie? Because that was he was good. Oh. It was the guy, uh, not Stuart French, Will and Grace. Yeah, Will and Grace guy. Um, God, and I'm, not French Stewart. No, uh, not uh, French Stewart was not French movie. Montana. No, no. Yeah, he's uh, Jack. Jack. Not he plays Jack. Jack. Plays Jack. Jack right. Jack. Yeah. If only there was something we could look that information up. <laughs> Like a website. Uh, Nick is pulling it up right now. It's not Deborah Messing. No. Oh. And it's not Megan Mullally. What is his name? Because he did a great job. Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes, Hayes for Christ's sake. <laughs> How yep. many boogers are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's sad, though. John's is uh, is closing after 30. That is sad news. On South Street. I haven't been down that way in a while. I have to get over there. Well, the TLA, you know, they, we just gave away tickets for the Struts. They're yep. playing the sold-out show. Uh, so that's right down the street from John's. Is is South Street still a thing? Marissa? It's still a thing. Is it yeah. still a thing that people go to? People still go to Condemnation or whatever? Uh, Condom Kingdom? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you have a bachelorette party or something to go to or want to have a little fun. Um, Jim's is always full. Yeah, and there's some great restaurants that are opening down there. There's I, always restaurants down there. That um, Head House Square area mm-hmm. has some great places, too. Oh. And it's sort of on the okay. turnaround, right? It's, it's, been, it's been turning around and... Happening again. Yeah, if you guys went there, you probably wouldn't recognize most of the things. All right. There's a lot of smoke shops. Johnny Rockets shops. still there? Johnny Rockets is not. Johnny Rockets is closed. Damn. Damn. And Tower Records? Oh. Damn. Yeah. Listen, when I turned... What about the Blockbuster? When I turned like 17, 18 years old, like, it was... Okay, we're, we're going to South. Well, as, we're as really going to do it. Depicted in the Goldbergs, yeah. it was he, he he said it was you know they, yep. they talked about it being you're going down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I also because we were it was so a bohemian young, place to go. He yeah. had no idea really how to get there, so we would like go to Broad Street, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know City Hall. Is- <laughs> he just. But you would drive all the yeah. way down Broad Street until you got to South. You're like, okay, turn here. We would go all the way down Columbus Boulevard and then go up. There was a bar. The <laughs> there was a bar we used to go to that like totally served you when when you were under twenty. On South Street. On South Street. Kids wow. welcome. It was at like thirtieth and South. And we had something. to go to West oh, Philly wow. to find 40, the. Uh, we we went to a place turf. called Murphy's in uh, near University <laughs> City. And uh, that was the place where we could go. That was a uh, uh, underage serving because South Street was too popular. You couldn't get to an underage bar there. All right. Well, let me ask you: Did you need a, a fake ID at least? No. No. Really? Not really. All right. right. Yeah. How old are you? Wow. Twenty-four. Okay, yeah. go in. Now this place is like a little hole in the wall. It was a pro- and it wasn't in the prime part of South Street, Nick. It was at like thirty-eighth and South or fortieth and South or whatever. And it was just this little corner place. You know? Yeah. I'll take it. I'll t- I'll take a picture of a. Uh, <laughs> Natural I would like a scotch and soda, please. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I have a special cup that has a lip on it so it doesn't dribble on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what was the place next to Lorenzo's with the cheap high lifes? 
The cheap highlights. Not tattoo moms. I don't remember. Oh, ooh, tattooed moms oh. is still there, and it's really good. And there's a cute clothing store right next door. Preston, if you want to talk about, um, you know, the amount of time we spent down there for Fat Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Jesus, some of the stuff. Well, we memories that are burned into my mind. It's funny, man. I know. I, I know. I have a, a party or grow, uh, coming up in my oh, really? family. Yes, because oh, no. my 16 year old is starting to go. You know, Dad, the drinking age is only 18 in England. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh, and like every time we're going to plan a trip somewhere, he's like, "What's the drinking age there?" Oh God! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what? You're going to get your sins will be visited back on you. Oh yeah, yeah they will. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I was definitely underage boy for sure. <laughs> Speaking of Lorenzo's, yeah, they're here tomorrow. Uh, yes, they are stopping by tomorrow. They will be at the camp out for hunger. Yeah. And, uh, There's a special with, announcement, right? Well, well, that's what we hear, so yeah. we'll, we'll let you know about that. But uh, a lot of great restaurants are going to be joining us uh, for the camp out for hunger. By the way, that's on the 26th. We're only 18 days away, so a heads up on that, my friends. In fact, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have the Bizarre File, and we have a guest who's here to speak about things concerning Camp Out for Hunger, something that you will be interested in. I'd like to give away some movie passes to Creed 2. We have a screening of it Saturday, UA Riverview at 7 o'clock. You'll need to be there by 7, or I'm sorry, 6.30. Uh, but this looks cool, man. It's uh, it's uh, Creed taking on... Uh, Drive and Drago's kid, yeah. Biff. So it should be pretty cool, Biff Drago. <laughs> Biff Drago. <laughs> uh, the movie hits theaters November twenty first, two one five two six three WMMR. Five callers will give you some passes to go see the movie. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Here comes the MMR. Join Marissa Magnata Thursday from seven to nine as the Bud Light Philly Philly tour takes over the Boathouse, one thirteen Fayette Street in Conshohocken. Catch the game and win Eagles tickets, an autographed helmet courtesy of Bud Light, and Bud Light Philly special t-shirts. Visit WMMR.com slash Philly Philly to see when the Bud Light Philly Philly tour is coming to your neighborhood. Friday from 7 to 9, catch up with Marissa as she rocks the Kimmel Center for Storm Large's crazy kind of love concert with the Philly Pops. Featuring classic rock hits plus tunes like I've Got You Under My Skin, Somebody to Love, and Forever Young. Tickets on sale now at phillypops.org. MMR and the Franklin Institute have teamed up to send you to Rock Like a Viking. Go to WMMR.com for the chance to win a trip to the Roskilla Festival in Denmark. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. In a little bit, we're going to have a guest in the studio talking about the Camp Out for Hunger and uh, something I think you'll want to get a little bit of information from. So uh, let's do the Bizarre File first, and then we will talk to our guest. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. And this morning brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Fuel up this fall at Dunkin' with $2 any-sized iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious flavors like maple pecan or pumpkin. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. This was really weird. A woman handed her newborn baby girl to employees at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge early Sunday saying that another woman had given the child to her. Mm. Deputy said the incident occurred around 2 a.m. at the resort. The woman walked into the lobby of the lodge, said that a woman she did not know handed her the baby while she was outside smoking a cigarette. 
Uh, the girl was wrapped in towels, and it was apparent that the baby was recently born. Oh wow. My gosh. Yeah, it was later. Can't de- that happen to me? I'd be like, sure, thank you. It was later determined. You have though, cigarettes? That the woman who turned the baby over to employees at the lodge was the mother of the child. Okay. Oh. She just said that somebody else had handed her over. So, I mean, Kathy, suppose that does happen to you. I would t- absolutely. I'll take your baby in. Thank mm, you. That's fine, but there's certain <laughs> procedures and protocols that I you have to go through. I'll figure that out later. Okay. You have to <laughs> run around in a circle five times going, my baby, my baby, and then it's legal. <laughs> I'd bring it yeah. here. You'd do yeah. a ceremony. I'd do my ceremony. My baby. I'm a, uh, a minister in the Universal Light Church of Modesto, yeah. California. Uh, it was later determined that the woman who turned the baby over, like I said, was the mother of the child. Sheriff's officials said the baby was taken to the hospital in good condition. And authorities said that the mother of the child was taken to a facility for an evaluation. Don't they have a slot in the door to, to deposit your babies? Uh, they do have the safe haven law in Florida where you can drop them off at a police or fire station, there you go. I believe. So, yes. uh, the Department of Children and Family Services has custody of the baby as of now. It's a depressing story. Uh, this is a depressing story. A young Australian man left paralyzed from swallowing a garden slug on a dare has died after what? eight years. So yes. you, you had reported Terrible. on this a while ago. Yeah. And uh, so it's such a freaking sad story. So Sam Ballard was just... I'll get lighter on the next one, I promise All you. Right. Okay. Uh, Sam Ballard was just 19 years old and a star rugby player when he pulled a silly stunt in 2010 while drinking with pals. He said uh, his buddy... Uh, Jimmy Galvin said we were sitting here having a bit of red wine appreciation night trying to act as grown up uh, as grown ups and a slug came crawling across the conversation came up uh, should I eat it and off Sam went bang that's how it happened uh, the Sydney Australia team didn't get sick immediately but complained of a leg pain soon after doctors ruled out multiple sclerosis which is what his dad has he told his mom Katie that he ate the worm but she kind of brushed off his concerns and she said nobody gets sick from that uh, but doctors found that he had actually contracted rat lungworm, Ugh. a disease found in rodents that can also infect snails and slugs through the larvae in their feces. The disease, which affects the brain and spinal cord, left Ballard with uh, a, a really long medical condition. It's it's a form of encephalitis. Uh, the teen spent 420 days in a coma. So he was in a coma. For over a year. Yeah, over a year. Oh woke up with brain damage. Uh, he was unable to move his limbs. And he had regained some of the uh, use of his arms and legs. But he, he needed assistance to eat and use the bathroom and all this stuff. And he was had, never the same. Yeah, he passed away. In 29. So, you know, don't do that. I mean, you would think something, eat. you know, like eat a crank. I'm going to eat that bug. You yeah. think So you're goofing around with your buddies. You could scarcely imagine that would happen. All right, a lighter story. Please. Two sailors from the nuclear section of the aircraft carrier, aircraft carrier, the Ronald Reagan, are facing court-martial for allegedly using and distributing LSD mm. on the ship. So they were working in a low-priority area. Yeah, the nuclear section <laughs> of the Ronald Reagan. In addition to two petty officers already heading to court-martial, the Navy... Let's go make s'mores over the reactor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Navy is weighing charges on at least three other Reagan sailors for... Uh, uh, allegedly using and possessing illegal drugs. Uh, I just want these gentlemen to know I don't approve. Uh, that's him from the grave. Mm. Absolutely. In he was so it. upset. Uh, in addition to the... Writers two, on the storm. Uh, the, the, in addition to the two, their other sailors, the news broke, uh, first broke in February that the Navy was probing an alleged drug ring aboard uh, the Japanese-based Ronald Reagan. Uh, machinist mate nuclear second class Andrew W. Miller faces charges for using, possessing, and distributing the hallucinogenic drug. Electrician's mate nuclear second class Sean M. 
Guevara is also charged with distributing LSD. Bonzo goes to college. <laughs> Into the college he goes. And also possessing uh, Nandrolone Desana, uh, Decanate, which is an anabolic steroid as well. So, Mommy, <laughs> I want a jelly bean. <laughs> <laughs> So this is all happening on the aircraft carrier. Oh, that is troubling. Mm. All right, so this uh, story was meant for us to report. Where is that? Oh, there we go. Where's that effing <laughs> sound coming Where's from? Where's that sound coming from? Uh, I got sent... Where's that f- sound coming from? I got sent this story at least 15 times. Uh, the odor of a cargo of stinky fruit... Oh. ...caused passenger of an Indone- passengers of an Indonesian flight to demand crew remove it before departure. The Swajaya Air Flight of uh, at uh, Bengkulu has been carrying about two tons of durian. Dear God. Which is known as the world's worst smelling fruit in its cargo hold. And, of course, we would know that firsthand. Uh, travelers weren't satisfied with advice from the flight crew that the smell would dissipate after takeoff. With one man reportedly starting a protest chant with other passengers that they didn't want to fly on the plane. Hey, hey, ho, ho. The durian has got to go. Uh, some passengers were so angry that they were om- there was almost an altercation with the crew. I saw guys uh, cutting up a durian fruit right in front of our hotel, by the way, in, in Leicester it, Square. It Really? Yep. In England? In England. I just saw these guys kind of like crouching over. It was like three of them. And I'm like, what's going on over here? So I kind of peeked over. Could you smell it? And I, No. I, surprisingly, I could not. I, I noticed it just because it's got they such a covered distinct... it in your car. <laughs> no, they did. It was a Givenchy. <laughs> uh, however, the airline agreed to remove the fruit and passengers disembarked while it was uh, offloaded. The, passenger, the, the plane ended up flying to its destination of Jakarta an hour late. By the way, if you want to see the impact of this and us eating this and smelling this and sustaining. Stroman, uh, fish stroming, yeah, yeah, which is the uh, the Viking fish food. Uh, it's it's uh, on the Daily Rush video. You can check the bit out. That's what I have in music news for you this morning, friends. Our next guest is here. We're going to talk uh, all things Camp Out for Hunger, and he's got some cool stuff to say. So we welcome our dear good friend from Subaru, Matt Ritter. Good morning, everybody. How are you, Matt? I'm great. How are you guys? We're wonderful. Nice to see you, man. Great to see all of you. It uh, is that time. I, I like your pledge for November to not shave your knuckles. I'm not shaving my knuckles just for you, Preston, for the entire month. We'll have to see how they look uh, come Camp Out time. It's going right. to be pretty nasty. Matt has right. hairy knuckles. Uh, I would tell you what. And then, and then next year, you do that this year, and then next year, I want you to, to uh, do a jerry curl. Not, see how that works. Yeah, out. that's right. No, right, that's so, cool, man. So, obviously, we're, we're on the home stretch to Camp Out for Hunger. Indeed. It is 18 days away. Yeah. And what did you want to share with us about uh, Subaru? Well, as you know, uh, we, are, we are announcing the business challenge. We yes. Here in these, uh, the, the spots uh, started earlier this month, and again, it is just so easy for businesses throughout the Delaware Valley to get involved. And working with our partners at Phil Abundance, give Scott a call down there, Scott Smith, and he can help you with your donation and making it bigger than ever. It is pretty simple. Some things that we're doing a little differently this year yeah, is, as you know, we always hold an all-employee tailgater. Yes. And uh, generally somebody from MMR comes out to that, and we're getting ready to do that later on this month. To make it easy on our employees, we used to have them – run over to the grocery store, typically the Acme or any other grocery store, and get and bring some food into the tailgate. That's how you got you sure. know, free lunch, so to speak, right. at, uh, at our offices that day. Well, to make it easy on our employees, and this is another good idea for other companies to utilize, what we're doing is we're putting out an all-employee survey. Hey, how many bags do you want? 
and then we're going to take that survey total. We're going to go prepay the, pre-buy the food for our employees and have it there at the tailgate. They don't have to do anything now. All they have to do is show up with their money for the bags that they're going to pre-order through us, and we're going to take care of the rest logistically. And so, again, just another way to make it easy on the employees to donate more See, and more to camp. I love out. this. So you're, you're, you're streamlining, streamlining it in that way. The camp out is also viscerally about the about picking up food and carrying it over. And you, you get that at the camp out. Acme has the supermarket set up. But in these ways, which is something Phil Abundance excels at, they can help don you know donors like yourself, a large donor. Right. They can target what's needed specifically. And that makes a whole big difference to it this does. thing because this way they know exactly what they need for certain areas and what they need to do and they handle it you still get the thrill of donating and everyone benefits yeah and we've learned that over the years and working with our terrific partners at phil abundance as you know steve yeah. and, and you know just give scott a call down there and find out what they do need that's really what's important right because this food and we've seen it because we go down and volunteer after camp out and to pack the food to distribute to the local food banks around the area this food goes out right away, and when they're when they're sending out between ninety and a hundred thousand meals a week, yeah, and again, thirty percent of the of those who are hungry in the Delaware Valley are children. It's important that we get them exactly what they need, some nutrition, right? And Phil Abundance is so good working with everybody, saying this is what we need, and and helping you procure that food. So it's great. So let me ask you, Matt, and you've seen it. How important would you say the camp out for hunger is? For Phil Abundance and the, um, the the people who need food around the Delaware Valley. Well, I, uh, great question, Steve. So I'll put it to you this way, uh, and you guys know this: this is the largest single-site food donation in the entire United States. Yep. Yeah, and it's vitally important because keep in mind, it's not like the food. So last year was 1.6 million pounds of food. Yes. Which, by the way, I like our chances this year. We want to beat that this year. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, God bless as you. As far as the total, right? Yeah, that was you the know, we always get nervous. Out. Yeah, I know you do. But yeah. we're gonna we're you know we're gonna be there for you and support. I know the the other local businesses will too. But this is a you know the the, the largest single site food donation in the country. But this 1.6 million pounds that were donated last year that doesn't last all year. No, yeah. it does not. That goes very very fast. We're yeah. doing a hundred thousand pounds, nearly hundred thousand pounds a week in mm-hmm. meals throughout the Delaware Valley. Right, this doesn't last very long. Right, so it's vitally important to uh, the mission of Phil Abundance and the local food banks throughout the Delaware Valley because Phil Abundance works with those food banks, and they're working with us this year too. Because one thing, one of the things that Phil Abundance has done with us moving to Camden, our headquarters down to Camden, uh, they are going to work with us to make sure that much of, if not all, of the food that we donate at camp out this year goes right back into Camden and gets redistributed through that. That's very cool because so they need it. Th- and that shows yeah. the partnership that, yeah. that Phil Abundance can, can have with anybody. So we have something new with the uh, the business challenge this year. So we've had, uh, and Subaru's been big, 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 obviously, if you've uh, listened to the show for any stretch of time, you know that. Uh, but we, we have something new. So uh, up for grabs for the largest uh, donations by business we have, the um, Preston and Steve live broadcast from your place of business. That's for the largest donation. Next largest will be uh, broadcast from Pierre Robert from your place of business. Third, and I'm going to get to the new one in a second here, largest donation, a $20,000 advertising schedule on MMR for Q1 of 2018. And this year new, one business will be randomly selected, and this is no matter what size donation at all you send in, you will be registered to win a 36-month lease and servicing on a Canon full-color copy, print, and scan image runner advance. How awesome is that? It's an $8,000 copier, and it's from Heritage Business Systems, your authorized Canon copier dealer. So anybody who donates via a business can register to win that. You're basically getting turnkey office facilities 
and and the maintenance on it, the whole damn deal. And as you said, Preston, it doesn't matter what size your business is. Yeah. If you're if you're a startup, great. No matter what you want to do, if you're even larger, mm-hmm. everyone can enter this. So it doesn't if if you don't have the tons and tons and tons like uh, Subaru does yeah. to donate, then you can still. Donate on behalf of your business and have a chance to win. Well, and the competition's wide open. Anybody yeah. can win this live broadcast from from uh, from your morning show, and of course from Pierre Robert. It's, it's wide open this year for sure, and we're looking forward to having more and more businesses come in strong yes. and, and help us grow these totals to help out those who need it the most about the Delaware Valley. And listen, you know my uh, bring you know my daughter's on. She cut a spot for Camp Out for We Hunter saw, yeah, because she's like, listen. Uh, this is Finley, and I can get you to donate more than my dad can. You know what? She's probably right. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a big year. We have a toolkit uh, to help organize your efforts at WMMR.com. You just use the keyword campout. It's all one word, C-A-M-P-O-U-T. And you can find out how you can get these great assistances from Phil Abundance directly on That's making right. this happen for your business. And it's not too late to do it. I know we're, you know, 18 days out, but you got time to do oh, it. Oh, there's plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil Abundance can work with you. Like I've said uh, before, uh, they want to hear from you. And we, you know, at Subaru, we do want more and more companies involved because this does make such a big impact throughout the Delaware Valley in helping those less fortunate. And every year we see it grow. And it's exciting to hear, you know, every year we hear new companies coming in, yeah, big and small corporations. And it's just, it makes you feel good at the yeah. end of the day. And this is what it's all about at Subaru, right? We have what we call the Subaru Love Promise. Yeah. And we give back because simply it's the right thing to do. Not yeah. just because it's good for business, but it's the right thing well, to do. Well, and you've also incited other companies to follow suit and some. Right. Some do a good job. Some don't, you know, don't do as, as well, but that's okay. The effort's there and the will is is there to do it. And every bit helps. That's why that single donation, if you're at the Acme and you make a donation, that single donation is every bit as important as the truckload because it somewhere the person who was eating that food right. really thinks it's important. There's no, there's no question yeah. about it. It absolutely all counts. And, uh, and let's not forget, too. You have been wonderful partners here at MMR to continue to grow the prizes, right? With with the the second live broadcast from Pierre and the advertising schedule, that's big time. Yeah, and um, and and it's a lot of fun for uh, for the companies who are involved. And the competition is always a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, in eighteen days, it's kicking off. It's going to be really really exciting. <laughs> we're looking yeah. forward to it. Yep. We really are. Anything else, Matt? You good to go? Uh, everything is great. Uh, Two new product launches this year for Go Subaru, ahead. the Subaru Ascent, the all-new three-row. Heard about Yes, actually saw it. You the, saw it. You drove it to the live broadcast. The uh, rear view, our headquarters. The rearview mirror alone. Mm-hmm. is worth buying the vehicle. <laughs> so you, got, you have to go see what we're talking about. Yeah. Check it out. we got some good news, by the way. Consumer Reports just did the road test, and they named the Subaru Ascent number one in its segment. Wow. Uh, unseating a longtime rival that that held that spot forever. Uh, so go check out the all-new Subaru cool. Ascent. It's three rows, and we offer captain's chairs down to the base level, which no other manufacturer does. Matt, so I test drove one a few weeks ago. How'd you and, like uh, it? Oh, I loved it. It's fantastic. But correct me if I'm wrong, it has more cup holders than any car ever made. <laughs> I, I, you're not wrong. It has, okay. it has 19 cup holders, and we're going to find a way to get the 20th in there somehow. So uh, it's, it's uh, great crazy. for big families and th- for those who need more room. And we also just launched our all-new Forester uh, right now, and that has – our all-new Forester has EyeSight standard across all trim okay. levels. So that's right. the action avoidance technology. Check yeah. it out. We've got a lot of value in our vehicles, and, uh, and we want everyone to be a part of the Subaru family. Excellent. All right, Matt Ritter, guys. Good. Thanks, guys. Get it underway. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Our buddy Dom Davidoff is going to be here. Stay with us. We will return shortly. 
Yo, podcasters, we have a special Creed 2 screening this Saturday at 7 p.m. at the United Artists Riverview. If you would like to win a pair of passes, email your name, age, and phone number right now to podcast at WMMR.com. You'll need to be at the movie theater by 6.30 p.m. this Saturday, so only enter if you can make it. Good luck, and from the whole gang, thanks for listening. Uh, we love our next guest, and he stops by every time he's in town. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, and uh, that goes through Saturday, by the way. Uh, he's having shows. so. Uh, but you can see him on NBC's Shades of Blue on HBO's Crashing. We welcome back Dov David. Yeah. Thank you, Preston. Thank you for the show. Good Thank to see you, all. you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. First <laughs> and foremost, congratulations yes. to you, What's sir. That? You had a baby. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I got her pregnant. Yes, sir. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, no. Did get her six days ago. Six oh, wow. days yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one, six days. Yeah. We were blown away. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at that. I'm like, that cannot be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should have seen the expression on my face when it came out of my wife's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm blown away. Yeah, wild scene. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you, you, you're, so you know, following you on, on Instagram, and uh, your wife seems like a, like just a like a sweetheart, like a like a really cool person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. To you. Yeah. Uh, the, no, no, no. It is. No, yeah. we have a good thing for the most part. You yeah. know, I mean, there are the challenges. Is associated with two people that grew up in dysfunctional environments, but what, we're okay. What about the uh, what about the, uh, the the going out on the road six days after the birth? Ah, uh, listen, it's you know I'm only out for three days, okay. and and it's not that far out, right? So I'll no. drive two hours north to go home. All right, um, you didn't have it wasn't a hard sell, not a hard okay. sell, not a hard sell. Plus, All I got right. a mortgage to pay, so <laughs> yeah, that, that helps, helps the sell. Yeah, you know I was, uh, uh, but congratulations. So, I, I, but I was reading uh, one of your quotes. I think it's yeah. on one of your social media, and and it's funny. You said, "I'm not a big fan of children with high self esteem." Yes, I'm sitting on an airplane with some five year old, three rows up, standing on a seat, insisting we all say hi to him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, sure. so, sure. I, I, so, what kind of dad do you think you're going to be? You I'm going to be. I'm going to be. Um, I, I'm gonna be, a, I think, a good one. I yeah. don't know, you know. I guess yeah. that'll that'll that, that'll take form over the next few years. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give give it a I, shot. I'm gonna give it a real good shot. Yeah. You know? I don't think you should bring a kid into the world unless you're going to do that. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? And it's it's funny because it, I remember when Preston Preston was the the uh, the first to to um, you know have a kid on the the show. And I remember you, you, and I think it's probably, I, I don't have children, but anyone I've heard who's having kids, yeah. there is this, it is the great unknown. It's the great unknown, And everyone yeah. afterwards says you just take the leap. And, 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 and yeah, there's no it. other way. You don't yeah. know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I mean, but you got to put your best foot forward, right? I mean, yeah. if you can have a kid and you sort of half in, half out, don't do it, man. Right, right, yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. It's but like, you never know what you, what you are going to be. Like, yeah. who you right. are as a Absolutely. father now is not necessarily. Yeah. Who you're going to be as a father in, in a few years from now? Like I'm not going to be Asian or black. I'll still be a white guy. So <laughs> yeah. you, you that's got a couple of things. Well, let me yeah. ask you: Do you, do you foresee yourself yeah. as being a, a a coach, a basketball coach, or a soccer you know, coach? I don't know about the coach, but definitely like sort of a life coach. If I if I yeah. you know, I mean, not that I've gathered all of the wisdom uh, you know for myself, but I think I could do a reasonable job for somebody under age. Did you see the movie Boyhood? No, no, okay. I didn't see that. So no. Preston was commenting how the how the dad oh, it's just really long and tough to get <laughs> she through. She hates it. Yeah, she hates but it. But to sit through the whole childhood, you do actually. Yeah, the the, the kid actually ages. They actually did. They went and filmed oh, it every couple right. of years. Yeah, yeah. the movie's yeah. like four hours long or something like that. Yeah, yeah you can keep that. No, but Preston but, was saying. Go ahead, Preston. Yeah, the father character. Uh, um, 
uh, Ethan Hawke just says he's got great advice for his, he's always he always knows what to say to them. Oh, and right. I'm like, um, that's not me. No. Sometimes I flat out say. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just don't know. But it's important to sit with an I don't know in this lifetime as well. Yeah. You know? it's yeah. Like... Admit it when you don't. Well. Here's something that I learned about myself, and uh, it, it, it varies from father to father, but uh, I was not as invested in it from zero to two. And then after two years old, I really got into being a dad. But but for the oh, first right. couple yes. of years, yes. I didn't. I, I I don't know what it was about me. And maybe if I had another child at a different point in my life, I, I would be different about it. But man, once he hit two, I loved every second of it. But before well, they that, start talking, right? You yeah. start to see a little bit of a personality. It becomes a person instead of just yeah. this helpless. Is that, is that the big lie yeah. though? That, that I'm having a blast when the kids just incapable of communication. I think it depends on the parent. It depends on the parent. Yeah. It, yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, but the idea that there are indicators of an actual personality is yeah. got to be exciting. I yeah. mean, as I mean, you're, we're not outfitted with a with a strong maternal experience. I would imagine. I mean, I hope this is not terribly uninteresting for people listening. <laughs> no, no. And I knew I was bored when people would talk about their kids. I'm taking a picture of your screen. <laughs> my kids up on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. No, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a. Listen, well, you know, I, I I've got my fingers crossed, and and um and I'm I'm gonna do the best I can. But I think I think you, you're the, you're the kind of person I think is gonna be a cool dad. And, and yeah, I, 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 I try. I, you're gonna be the, the the worst is to be the cool dad who's trying to be a cool dad. You're yeah. just gonna be no, a cool no. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be too cool. Yeah. I don't want to come off the wrong way when I say this. <laughs> I don't want it to be a backhanded compliment or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but sure. you seem today happier than I've ever seen you before. Would you guys agree with that? <laughs> yeah. 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 Crazy. We've seen you moody. <laughs> <before, laughs> no, but we, we loved you. We loved we you, moody. No, 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 no. I get it. I yeah. get it. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's interesting. I don't need to reflect on that. But okay. it's like, yeah, no, I appreciate that observation. Yeah, you know, no problem. Like, no, maybe, but Maybe it all has something to do with it. It's it sort of general kind of the kid stability, you know, yeah. doing you know, okay. It does, and you just you just yeah. don't know, right? It's, it's sort of, of it, you life. internalize things. Yeah, it's, it's like watching a clock. It's just you know, at some point, is is yeah, it's already moved, well, and you haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, horrible you, analogy. You, you have a whole. <laughs> well, you talk about stability, yeah. and and uh, your, your profile has definitely raised quite a bit since the first time we've met you. Yeah, you and do I, a lot of acting. Yeah, and I want to talk yeah. to you about your um um. Your part on Sh- Shades crash- of Blue? No, oh, crashing. crashing. I. How close is that character to the Dov Davidoff that that? Uh, Listen, is there are all these pieces, right? Yeah. But but uh, <laughs> you know, like that disgruntled little club owner. You know, yeah. that's not really me. Like that believes that that bad material is good. That kind of thing. No, right. but but certainly I relate to the idea of you know some sort of acerbic kind of. Are you are you doing a little bit? Are, are they guy. asking for writing input? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of that stuff is because improbbed. it seems like it's yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's it's got your edge on it yeah a lot of it's improv and then um and then the new season now i actually get to stretch a little bit in terms of acting and then you know planet cop's been fun because it's, it's a different style of of job you know i mean it's really scripted as opposed to what you when you're dealing with the judd apatow produced kind of product like crashing mm-hmm. on hbo it's um you know it's, it's a little bit more touch and go how cool is it so so the show so um um that that show is is, is wrapping up shades of blue right there, there's yeah yeah they're done the, the season's done. done the series is done Working with Ray Liotta, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Became real friendly with, with Ray. Got to be a, yeah. a Goodfellas. Yeah, fanatic, of course. Right? Yeah, no, it's great. 
So, yeah. how, so let me ask you something. As my wife and I were wondering, we were watching some sort of a smoking cessation product that he... Uh, it's Shantix. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh. Shantix, yeah. That's yeah. his best it, work does he always wear? <laughs> does he always wear... Is that eyeliner or is that just... Does he just have glorious I, eyelashes? I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking maybe they... They, 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 uh, they, they, they mark it up a little bit. Right. I would imagine. I don't I'm, know. And how do you say that to Ray Leone? You don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. That's the answer. Dude, you heard I mean... Yeah, yeah. There is something about that Chantix commercial that sucks me in every time. Because it's Ray Liotta. He's yeah. so good in it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I want to take up smoking so I can quit and be like Ray right, Liotta. Right, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. You, you have That's a good premise to, for a joke. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. I've, I've, to do a Shantix tribute to Paul Sorvino to put his guy. Right. I've yeah. taken Shantix. I was on and off that I probably three different times. And, and, and it does work. Don't get me wrong. It yeah. does work. Uh, it's just after you get done, you know, you have to, like, really stay on it. Right, but yeah. the weird thing about Shantix is when you're coming off of it, there's this weird withdrawal that you get, or at least that I got. Have you ever you ever you smoked? Said, yeah, or you, after a couple of drinks, but I never really got into smoke. Luckily, I don't have yeah. a super addictive personality. Okay, I mean, because if cool. you do in this business, it it gets a little nutty. Yeah, what's what's the weird come down? So, um, whenever I would wake up from a from a sleep, whether it be a nap or a full night's sleep, I thought I was dead. Whoa. There was like a really, really? there was a really, really. Did they put that on the label? They, well, listen, <laughs> side effects may wake up you making you're dead. dead. Well, <laughs> yeah. But the side effects that they do have are really weird mental side effects, and wow. like you could become more um, like uh, aggravated and stuff like that. But there was, it, it, and it was every, and it was for like a week straight where every, you woke up feeling you were dead. There was a sensation. I would have stopped after the first experience. I, well, you can't. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, but you don't know how fun being dead is, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a blast, Steve. Yeah. We also have Beetlejuice. You're yeah. off of it. You're off of oh. it. So it's not like this. Right. This isn't happening. Oh, there's no choice. Yeah. No, the, yeah. There's this isn't happening while you're taking it. It's while you're while you're while you come off of it. Wow. And so the last time I took it, I had actually talked to my doctor. I said, "Listen, uh, I'll do this for three months." And so they wean you on it, okay? Yeah. And then you stay at a level, yeah. and then you just drop off. So I said, "I want to wean on." And then I have to wean off. And yeah. the weaning off didn't even help. It sounds oh, like a wow. bad Karate Kid version. It yeah. was wean really, off. really. That's interesting. Scary, scary. Wow. Yeah, it sounds just, scary. You yeah. lay there and you're like, what's going on here? I don't know what, what's, what's happening. And, and, well, you've and, got some weird chemical interface going on in your brain. You, and everybody's brain chemistry is very is particular to them. It's like yeah. you never know how it's going to pop. So, so you, you didn't see Ray have any psychotic <laughs> episodes on the scene. Yeah, I saw several. Like. I just don't know if it was a result of Shantix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Ray pissed off the director, but it could have been Shantix. Are you, are you good? Are you good with them line retention and stuff like that? Do you? Do you have? Yeah, to re- I can hold on to them for the most part. You yeah, know, you, just, you just have to do a lot, a lot of repetition. And, and uh, it amazes me, God, that anyone can do that. I mean, nah, yeah, it's it not really, that impressive. Really? You just got to do it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I, people say that. It's a I st- bore. I still it's think a I'm bore. Learning lines. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. The amazing part is you're able to get through the bore, the bore <laughs> of it all. But isn't your act <laughs> learning lines? Yeah, but you wrote them. Yeah, okay. and so you, when you're writing and, and editing and thing, and you're the one who you know made it up. Like when you're going in, learning a bunch of lines that you're going to say in a police car into a mic, they're relatively technical and it's a bore. Yeah. So, but, and besides that, when you're writing comedy, you yeah. started with a nugget. You might have said it to a friend. You might have said it to another friend. Yeah. Then you said it many times, and you start to hone it and polish it. That's I right. Mean, your 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 act has there's a creative process. Yes. Yeah. You know, whereas the, the the lines in the act there's a creative process in acting too. Yeah. But you know, it's not like writing your own joke. 
and going on and doing it. I mean, you, know, you you're one of those great. You just have this casual. You know, the stuff's been worked on. You know, it's been honed, but it, it's just a casual thing. I hope so. You uh, try to come uh, off like it's just coming off the top of your head. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's it's all good. So with the acting, yeah, you know, what, what, what else? Because you you're, you've obviously the, it, it's skipping. I have up. a book out, and so now we're going to L.A. and we're, we're trying to get the pilot made based on the pitch in the book, and you know, Road sh- Dog. Yeah, Road Dog, yeah. Road Dog. It's out now, yeah. I wanted to ask about the book because yeah. I, I pretty much um, I, I don't read anymore right, because yeah. of the time I listen to audio books. Yeah, audio book, yeah. You recorded, you, yes. did, you voiced the audio yes, for this I did, book. Yeah. Was that tedious or fun? Or It was kind of fun for the first hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> tedious for the next seven in that booth. <laughs> Jesus, right, I would right. imagine yeah. after a while because you, you got to remember that the person has left and come back, and you still have to sound as effervescent and up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's trying to get yourself to continue to be interested in saying the in words yourself. after six hours. Yeah. And you don't, you don't impress It's not a great sign was... when you get bored of the protagonist in your own memoir. <laughs> this guy, this guy's bored out of my mind listening to my stupid voice. So how did you do it? How, how did you keep yourself? You just, yeah, you just do it. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. You just do it. I mean, how do you guys get up? Like, when you have to get up and generate and, like, I mean, to really sustain a radio show, the level of energy, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just a sort and of we, will. That, our answer's the, the same, but it's funny. Well, well, that's the answer we give. Yeah. It, like, we ask the same question of you, and it's, it's the same answer, but it always yeah. see, what you're not doing always seems impossible. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that and, 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 and conversely, that's why the grass is always greener. I mean, whatever yeah. problem you're having, yeah, it's like, it's... That's one of the great paradoxes. Being alive is like trying to appreciate your own world. I haven't seen this video yet. Casey and and uh, Steve are watching it this morning. It's your wife shooting a gun. Oh, oh yeah, God. you got it. It's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. The what look was, on her what face. Was one of the great videos of all time. <laughs> what were you guys doing? Was it at a, back at a range? My brother's house. Okay. No, no, my brother's house upstate New York, and he was uh, he had a he has a riot shotgun, a pump with about <laughs> ten in the in the mag or the clip. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, and my wife has a floppy neck. <laughs> um, I'm looking at it right now. Oh yeah. my God. Oh yeah. <laughs> the face she makes when she. Sure. Yeah, it's a scene. It's so good. But you're you are you're yeah. clear you you, you love her because you both start laughing and it's just cause yeah. She knows. No, you gotta have yeah. a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love her. I mean, yeah, we've got our stuff. How do you not love somebody with a neck like that? Oh my god! Wow, she's yeah. beautiful too. Uh, yeah, yeah, too too good looking. It, it, I think it's inhibited some of her growth in life, and we're dealing with that now. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you thought it was a compliment. You bring up a sore spot in my relationship. Uh, She's too relaxed on the bone structure and build up in other areas. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you mentioned that you both. You don't come, want to go through life that good looking. You yeah. both come from a dysfunctional family. Yeah, yeah. I would think that people who come from a dysfunctional family a that. Yeah, probably have a uh, would be it'd be a better relationship being in somebody else who's had the similar situation. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, as long as both people are acknowledging what's taking place in their lives. Like, if you have a defensive trigger and right. kick, if you're not aware of it, you right. know, if you grew up with uh, an alcoholic or somebody wasn't there, or somebody, you got issues, if you're not aware of those issues, it's hard to mitigate them. Yeah. And so you get those looney tune people. It's like when I used to live in L.A. around, like, somebody that's in porn. Once you find out somebody's in porn, like, there is such a, it's like a having, letting somebody know you have a personality disorder. It's always substantiated by 
like just a long history of yeah. nutty behavior. And you're draw and people who are dysfunctional end up in dis- they being attracted to dysfunctional people, which is why you know I yeah. mean people that grow up in certain types of socioeconomic sort of uh, you know um, if if you fall into a group, you generally perpetuate that you repeat that, it that yeah. group, Absolutely. and so it takes somebody with a you got to have a little extra will and yeah. maybe yeah. some luck in terms of the intelligence department to break out of it. Yeah. So now that you're a dad, okay. have you changed any of your behaviors or thought about your own past and, and how that would affect how you raise your Oh, of child? course. Yeah, no, I mean, you can't help. If, if you're not thinking like that, you shouldn't be in the kid game. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't want the kid to grow up. I mean, there are so many differences I would make, you know. All I right, mean, so are we going to yeah. see you at Chuck E. Cheese at any point? Are we going to, uh, you Absolutely. Know? I'm all over the cheese. Uh, no, no, I, you know, I don't know where I'm going to take the I'm kid. I'm all over the cheese. I'll try to keep yeah. him out of Chuck E. Cheese for the most part, but you know I'll what? be in there once in a while. Until you get in. We yeah, exactly. Two birthday parties in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I had the no, exact same I attitude. like that stuff. It's yeah. fun. You know, I'll do all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, just the, th- the thrill of being able, I think, to see a kid's eyes. You I, know, exactly, yes. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. to vicariously live... And also just the joy of of being able to pass that along to someone has got to be unbelievable. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, well, you I think in, that's the game. You live in Brooklyn. I'm trying to think of what... I just bought a house in Jersey, so oh, I, live, really? yeah, I live about 20, 25 minutes outside the Holland Tunnel okay. in North Jersey. All right, so. so so when your kid gets a little older, like Six Flags isn't too far away. No, no, yeah. you, you can drive down Six Flags. Okay. Yeah. I'm that's just trying good. to think of, of areas that are cool to take kids in and around, you know, New York and, and well, all you, that. Well, you're looking right now. I mean, you, you, you can bus right in around the holidays and catch all the... the you can do all that. I mean, I drive it at night. I mean, they think about going to a comedy club or whatever. You avoid all that rush hour and you right. come in and out. You can bring a kid in. I mean, I don't know. It's like, as soon as they're old enough to kind of appreciate it. And then again, I have friends I walk into museums <laughs> with and they still can't figure out how to appreciate it. So I'm hoping the kid does better than the people I grew up with. Right, right. You want, you want to have the kid who's going to be able to understand what's going on. So are you, are you thinking one and done or are you thinking a full... How, I'm thinking it? one and done. She's not. Okay. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I'm trying to push her into an, an adoption thing on the second i you know, oh, I just, no I, kidding I, yeah listen so many people i gotta create another genetic copy of me and her i don't know that we've done that great um <laughs> you know we'll see how it goes with see this kid goes. but why not help you know somebody else I mean, the just, good thing about adopting a kid is you can't help but be a bit better than the parent that gave him up there's got to be something working better yeah. yeah that's a good point yeah i can't do any worse than just leaving the dropping the kid off somewhere yeah. you know i picked i picked up what you put down yeah uh yeah no, no it, uh, that's that's a cool idea I, you know it's funny because i was doing some reading on you and research and and, and a review for road dog yeah. comes from the great uh bill burr and i thought this line and press and see if you agree with this okay his his review he, he's being very complimentary about dog and he says Ever since I've known him, I've had the sneaking suspicion he's wearing a wire. Isn't that great? Yeah, Bill's funny. That was my favorite episode of Crashing was the yeah. was the Bill Burr episode. I All thought, right, yes. Yeah, yeah. And there were a lot of great episodes, but yeah. for some reason, uh, and I believe we had the writer of that uh, episode in the studio, and she said with yeah. him, it yeah, was yeah. like, we're doing one take, and that's it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, Bill's great. Mm-hmm. So, um, so with with the tour and with everything, are, are you gonna are you gonna come off the road for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. No, luckily I don't have. You know, I mean, money wise, I'm pretty good for a bit. So, I, I yeah, I don't have to. I don't want to stay out on the road. You know, the whole idea of having a kid and family, that kind of thing. It's like, I, you know, what are you? 
I mean, there was a time where the road was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That time was called not being in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> and so, and that's you know, right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fifty percent of the upside has been has been ripped out from under me. So now I'm, uh, you know, I mean, of the road. So when it's you like, when you talk about the road dog and the whole thing, and I, I did a lo- I did about ten years, and you yeah. know, of doing it. You know, you're you're obviously the real deal, but but. Describe the what, what's the one high concept thing you would take away from the life of a road comedian? What's what's the thing? Wrestling with your own demons at night yeah. after the show. You got to somehow get comfortable with walking away. Otherwise, you can have big problems in life. Right. You know? As far so, as dwelling on how your show went. No, no, I I, I don't think so. Because you're left alone to your own devices. Yeah. Well, if the show okay. doesn't go, well, if the show goes badly, then it's a different kind of problem. But even if the show goes well, what happens is you're alone. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you you have a hotel room, an empty room to, to to look forward to getting back to. You end up hanging out at the bar. You get inv- mixed up. And and everybody's drinking. That whole environment conspires to be a relatively unhealthy place to live. Sure. Then you're going after some chick, and then that requires X. And then, you know, it just becomes a boozy, drinky, you know, yeah. promiscuous. God, I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show's killing me. <laughs> Well, with that, do you have do you have a thing like my thing is playing golf? I mean, do you have a yeah? Have I, I mean, I try to find things wherever I am to be engaged by. You know, mm-hmm. so if it's architecture or art, like I'll go to a museum or go walk around a certain neighborhood. That's and, great. Yeah, I try to. I you try like to, to travel? stay engaged. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. because otherwise it's like, well, what are you going to just you know go to a hotel room or, or yeah. drink? Like, man, man, you it's you, a dull life. You understand? Like we hear these stories about people, you know, uh, you know. Offing themselves in the hotels if they're out on the oh, road yeah. and they're performing. Yeah, man. If you're there, night. Still can't believe Bourdain. Yes. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things. And it doesn't matter if that's a it's a Parisian hotel that you, you know, where. Ah, oh, man. The it, road's it, the road. I don't it, care if you fly around in a jet or whatever yeah. you're doing. It make a big, people make a big deal out of that, the, the, the luxury component. It certainly makes it easier than yeah. staying in a bad place somewhere. Right. But the road's still the road. It's still a bed and a TV and a toilet. Yeah, and you're and still it's, feeling it's still disconnected. Yeah. Right. You're out. There's a show. There's an adrenaline dump. Then you have to go home. You've got to make that adjustment in a graceful way. Otherwise, you're going to be. Issues. Well, you spoke about uh, art museums. There's no shortage of those in Philadelphia. Yeah, Philly's great. Have town. you explored some of those? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I went to the Barnes. Amazing exhibit. You know, what you so got to cool. check out just for quirky weirdness the Muter Museum. Oh, really? Yeah, which What's is that? it's a human um, medical anomalies and oddities. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, pretty wild. Scene. It's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that like, sounds it might give you some material to be honest. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there's no. a, this lady that the, her her body decomposed into soap. And so now her the the, the genetic material that she's wow. now is, is literally soap. It's, it's soap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really it's, weird. It's not too far from helium, so you you could <laughs> okay. live, you could walk over there. Yeah. I might cruise over there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's, it's well the world's it. largest colon is there too. <laughs> you don't not, say. Not, you don't, don't say. say. My hand to God. Wow, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just tuning in, it's Dob Davidoff who's here, and he's going to be at uh, at helium. Uh, and you should follow Day or uh, Dob on. Instagram because you have that is one of the most that's an A plus mullet picture of you. Yes, yeah, some that's some you know, teenager yeah. that you had there. <laughs> that is some auspicious beginning I and, came from. And, and, and I think and we, we must not ignore because you can be distracted by the mullet. The plunging neckline. <laughs> the plunging neckline is. I mean, dirt bag, dirt bag wore no shirt for God's sake. How classless is that? Did, you didn't even notice all that chest. I did didn't. Painting. No, because I was the mullet was just like. No, no. You know right what? Your 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 uh, your uh, Kirk Cameron's nefarious friend on. 
growing pains. <laughs> I'm it assuming that you're wearing Z Cavaricis. You can't see the pants. Oh, uh, you don't need to know. You don't need to see the pants to know I'm wearing them. <laughs> From that picture, you're 100 percent right about that. What were you? What were you at that age? Where, where, if you were to classify Dob Davidoff, what what would you fall under? Like in well, high school, listen, it was a working class town in Jersey. I was a, I was a wild kid. I was thrown out of high school a little bit after that. You yeah, know, for, yeah, for some explosive or... thing. I had always had I had, I had a lot of problems. In Did you say school. an explosive thing? Yeah, there was a light explosive. <laughs> <laughs> First, yeah, let's back that up a second. Yeah. I know you listen. You, you you we've talked about the issues that you had and the troubles that you had over over the years uh, that you've come by to visit. But I didn't hear the explosion thing. No, 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 no. There was a thing that, that got lit, you know, and I was near it. You're in the area. No, there was a, there was a there was fuse, and it was connected to a thing, and apparently there was a lot of glycerin involved. It was a, wow. No, no, no. I, 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 let, I let off some, uh, you know, some pipe bomb, this cherry bomb thing. Okay. Yeah, so The okay. commons area, and yeah. somebody had, you know, that hearing problem. By the way, uh, pipe bombs and cherry bombs are two very different things. Now. <laughs> right. Well, it wasn't a pipe bomb. It was it was more of a cherry. It was like a, it was like a quarter. Like quarter an like idiot. Yeah. 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 It wasn't yeah. meant, to, meant to injure. It was it was meant to create an enormous, a loud, super loud Explosion. And it did, yeah. Okay. And it did, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I listen. Yeah. I look back. I uh, we we did some really stupid things when I was in high school, yeah. and, and you can look back on them fondly now. But now, as a dad, yeah. okay, so yeah, I've got yeah. teenagers. I thankfully haven't mm-hmm. seen any of those tendencies Absolutely. in my kids at all. And I'm knocking on wood. I for that, hope man. to God I'm knocking on wood too. I yeah. hope to God that doesn't happen. I think I, you know, you're going to be good. Yeah. I think you you you've got you, you've. I think listen, your attitude seems right, and and it's listen, it's a blessing. It's so cool. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. I think so. Yeah. 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 A lot of it has to do with who you grow up around, too. I mean, because I one hundred percent, I had I had enablers. You know, my older sister, God bless her, and I love her to death. But uh, she and her friends were all enablers, and yes. I saw all this stuff going on. I'm like, I need to do that. that I'm going to keep really it cool. far far away from the environment I grew up in. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, that good. kind of thing. Certainly, yeah. so you know, I mean, you control the variables that you can. Yeah. And so yeah, definitely. but by the time they're a teenager. This hairstyle is going to come back around. It doesn't matter where where you think you are, and you think you're in an antiseptic time period that uh-huh. won't get yeah. the same treatment. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, it'll come around. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so hang on to that picture for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, cool. So Dav is in uh, till Saturday. You Saturday. Got, yep. You got gigs tonight. One tonight, and then two Friday and Saturday. I guess that's correct. Okay. Seven thirty and ten are the two shows over the weekend. Uh, go see Dov. You're it's gonna, great. You're going to love it, and and, and and I know you love Philadelphia, and yep. uh, you're also and remind people you're you're a part of our of our history because you were in uh, Invincible. You're in a Philly movie. <laughs> That's right. Where's Philly? That's right. Right. Philly history. Yeah. yeah By man. the way, that resides on my DVR. There you go. Constantly. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm constantly checking the full stashed Dov. There you go. Yeah. 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 Love it. Excellent. All right. HeliumComedy.com for your tickets. Dov Davidoff. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate Good to see you. We're going to take cake break. We'll be right back. We have the writers, directors, and producers of Ralph Breaks the Internet joining us when we return. Stay there. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Do you want the most important purchase of your life to be based on your negotiating skills? Not the case at Steven Singer Jewelers. You are guaranteed to get the perfect price every day. They make the experience of buying an engagement ring easy with no BS. Check him out at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 
Hey, it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, you know that I go to Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spas. Whether you want a rejuvenating massage or a refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massage or facial start at just $59.95. Visit handandstone.com or one of their over 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Excited to have our next guests here in the studio because they're responsible for some amazing entertainment. And yeah. I think the last time Rich was here was when uh, Zootopia was coming out. Yes. Doing a promotional tour. Now back to promote uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Please welcome. We have writers, producers, executive producers. There's so many different hats they wear. <laughs> We're welcoming Rich Moore and Phil Johnson. To hey Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. It's Absolutely. good to be back. Well, it's good to have another great movie. Another one that, I mean, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's going to be a great movie. I can tell Thank from the trailer alone. Yes, as, as moviegoers, we, it, it's, a, it's a certain comfort to have uh, the knowledge that knowing that when we go to see one of your uh, works, that it's going to be uh, incredibly enjoyable. So you, you, you know that you're spending your dollar wisely. So okay. th- that's as big a schmooze as we can wow. possibly get. I hope yeah. that we don't disappoint. Now, it, uh, contrary-wise, if we're disappointed, we're coming after you. Good, <laughs> good. We deserve yeah, well, it. We'd like to offer up some blue diamond uh, almonds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we do have those <laughs> available. You for saw you. them out there, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're already... I saw the big gift basket coming <laughs> yeah. in from Blue oh, Diamond. We're heavy hitters. Just... That you need to understand. I, yeah. It made me hungry for almonds. <laughs> you, you're <laughs> already you working <laughs> with, I think, one of the cutest characters ever put the film, Vanellope. Yes. Oh, my God. Sarah knocked it out Sarah of the park. Silverman. Yeah. She is such an amazing actor. I mean, I think everyone knows how funny she is, and, and but she goes deep on these characters and and when she and John C Riley are recording Vanellope and Ralph there are legitimate tears you know it's, it's, it's a, real real emotion there it's le- not well it's sort of a departure for the way from the way we perceive Sarah Silverman yeah. and the fact that she's so good at it and their chemistry is so good and John's you know so and this so the the new film has has you know returning cast members and new new cast members mm-hmm. who's 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 part of the new collective well in this new film uh we have Taraji P Henson who's uh, great I yeah, love her. Cookie from uh, Empire. Cookie, yeah, of course. And we have Gal Gadot. Who? Jesus. Uh, little so known. We need a little, little known film. Uh, something about a woman of wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we fell, uh, like, this is no great mm. thing to admit. I think everybody admits it. That fell in love with her instantly. Absolutely. She's perfect in the, in that role. But you see her out with people and fans and little girls who are fans of Wonder Woman, and she just seems to have a great heart. Was that your experience? She, absolutely. I mean, one one of the the nicest people, most down to earth, humble. Love uh, it. Just an absolute joy to work with. Really enjoyed our our time. And with and Gal. and in the film, she lives in a game called Slaughter Race. So this very <laughs> yeah. sort of post apocalyptic GTA style game oh. where Ralph and Vanellope end up uh, traveling to, and Vanellope falls in love with this game. And Gal Gadot is a character named Shank, and, Shank, and ends up becoming kind of a big sister, but a much cooler, more level-headed, wise big sister figure to Ralph's doofus big brother. And I love course, it. So uh, Ralph isn't going to be jealous at all. No, no of course no. not. <laughs> not at all. So at around 2014, you decided you wanted to do a, a, a sequel. Yeah, I mean that's when we started talking about it. Um, what? What? And- but the the original the original idea was to was to make the the internet itself sort of the the nemesis, right? Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. that and yeah. Ralph was was threatened by it. Yeah, it was going to be that this router got plugged in, and and the arcade thought this is a this is a threat to us. So Ralph was going to set out to destroy the internet. <laughs> but what I love this about was back pro- at season one, season one, <laughs> yeah. the process of what you do, and you talked about it on Zootopia. Mm-hmm. So you're working on it, you're working on it. I think we want to go this way. Yeah, and, and I don't like this you idea. have the, they have the breathing room to really refine it. We had just had Dov David off in here. The way a stand-up comedian would work on exactly. refining, yeah. you get to do that. Yeah, no, and, we we really hone yeah. the story, and it, and it shows. The thing that I think, which would be daunting, because there's been different cracks at like through Tron and other things, of showing trying to visualize something as. Mm-hmm. Amorphous and really just a bunch of collection of wires and servers, as right. is the internet, and and depict it visually. How long did that process take? Forever, forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way longer than it should have. Yeah, um, we are so delusional when we had the idea. <laughs> oh, cool! They're going to go to the internet. Yes. Oh, what a great idea! <laughs> what does it? What is like? internet? <laughs> <laughs> what is? You were cheering on the wire. Yeah. 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 An oh, ethernet no, cable. Now we have to design it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I love what, what you did because you, everything has to break down to what kind of city would it look like. Exactly. Right. And and the fact that every, you have um, you have the, the – uh, what, what, there's the two classifications, uh, uh, netizens and the net users. Correct. Yeah. And and the net users are basically everyone's avatars who are using the internet. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's, a, that's a brilliant idea because a, a lot of us would be embarrassed to be represented solely by our, <laughs> yeah, our, our avatars. avatars. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are supposed to be us yeah. like, as we're kind of uh, surfing the internet. Um, and then the netizens are the full-time residents of the internet who work at like the apps and the websites, you know, to help the the users. Yeah. There's a scene in the first one and you talked about emotional impact where uh, Ralph betrays Vanellope and, and mm. destroys her car. And it, it's amazing that... Um, these uh, fake animated characters can make me cry yeah. the way that they do, and mm. but it's such a betrayal, and she's so hurt by it. Um, and I, I imagine it's really difficult. Or, or how difficult is it to get um, emotional impact from an animated character? Is it just by the voices? Is it by the animation? On top of that, how do you go about constructing a scene like that? It's it's a combination of the voice talent and the animators who are sort of the other half of the brain of the performance. And we have, I would. I don't think we're saying anything crazy by saying we have probably the best animators in the world working on our films. And it's like the highest end actors yeah. are, are the mm-hmm. ones creating the emotion and the expressions and the acting. And and the real trick with it is that animation takes a long time. It's the most non-spontaneous medium, medium you've ever worked in. But it's supposed to look as if it's happening like right on the spot. Yeah. And Rich, do you are, are you an animator in any way, shape, or form? Um, I trained as an animator. I went okay. to school uh, for animation. Um, I haven't animated professionally for a very long time now. But, okay. But but you know the language. I mean, oh, yeah. that's why yeah. you can direct. So. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Is it? But to to your point about it taking so long, it's funny yeah. because you have an art form that I think in many ways can rival and do what the purest of Frank Capra films did. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah. and yet it takes so long to mm-hmm. get a, a meeting that is basically very kinetic. Yeah. B- very kinetic. Yeah. Faces yeah. move much more than they would in normal right. life. Very broad. So so when, you, when you're when you seeing something and you're seeing the, the rendering come back to you and, and – that's got to be, you know, it's got to be the ultimate joy when it ha- when you, they nail it exactly, and the ultimate damn it when when it when it's <laughs> yeah, not totally. right. But, and and 
we we work the scene too. It's like we have animation dailies every day when we're in production. How how, how comprehensive are those those dailies? Are, are are you what are you seeing when you see? We're we're that... seeing we're seeing kind of a first stab, you know, okay. at a scene, um, and then we kind of give our input. All right, and uh, then we're we're watching it just kind of evolve, you know, over over a course of weeks and months. It's a fascinating process to us, is that yeah. you know the 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 people watching from the outside because. You know, you you guys seem to be so on it, but I think it's that that lengthy process. It, it definitely and, is. And now, we really kick the tires. I mean, yeah, yeah, and that's good. And yeah. we, we as the viewers appreciate that. This movie also has an incredible thing because at some point, uh, Vanellope uh, takes refuge in a, in the the Disney uh, site. Yes, yes. 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 And, and what happens when that happens? It, it made the news a while yeah. ago. Yeah, well, we had this idea like this is the internet, so literally anything is there. Everything in the world is there. So. Mm. What if Penelope, Sarah's character, who is technically a princess, just wound up stumbling upon the Disney princesses and the idea of Sarah Silverman sort of <laughs> occupying the same space as the iconic Disney princesses was just really funny to us. It's and, awesome. And but, talking about what it means to be a princess, yeah. Yeah. in particular a Disney princess, and Penelope kind of denying that she is one and the others saying, no, I think you're, you're more of a Disney princess than you think. That's great. Yeah. That's Did great. you guys call upon any original voice uh, actors for these? It's several. Several. Awesome. Uh, we 11 of the, 11 of the original 14. <gasps> is that not amazing? And yes. you had them all at, at, uh, at one of the cons, right? You had yeah. them as, yeah. they all yeah. showed up. There was a group picture, and uh, and so they, they and they from what I was from what I've read, they all instantly said yes. Like yeah. oh, it, oh, they were totally in on the joke from right. the from the beginning. With the with the first film, uh, you were uh, you know obviously uh, the the two main characters were brand new. You'd never seen right. them. They didn't actually exist in a video game before, but you were. Using likenesses from other video games, right? What was harder, getting the um, the okay to to grab those or any of the other Disney ones? Because this is a Disney animation film. Man, I think it was it was probably the first movie was, was really? more of a challenge. Yeah, be- be- because um, of that that well, because it was a brand new thing, right? You know, and you're going to places like Nintendo and Namco, and it's like, and Nintendo, what can is it that you want? Notoriously, yeah. be, be difficult to and work with. Yeah, they're as precious doing? with their yeah. characters as we are with ours. Yeah. Know? So yeah. With, with the with the princesses, and, and you're rendering, you're you're recreating them, and, and from what I understand, the actresses themselves sort of talk to your animators about absolutely how they and be, because live some in those of these skins? animators, um, they they were inspired by. Those movies from the '90s, like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, yeah, to become animators when they were kids, you know. So this is like a new generation of animators that are getting to now sit down, but the actresses that performed these characters that inspired them, and they're having conversations. That's so wild! Yeah, it's so yeah. wild that the person that got you where you are in life, and who, now you're who, sitting with them and talking right. with them. Can I just? Yeah. I just want to say that these these aren't. Kids' films. Do you know no, what I mean? No, uh, no. And and I told you in the green room. I'm going to say this out loud on the air. But my older brother, okay, yeah. he's 45 years old. The first movie, Wreck It Ralph, is his favorite movie of all time. <laughs> not his favorite. Fav- not his favorite I like animated your brother. movie. I like your brother. <laughs> this guy has good taste. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, obviously I'm going to take him to see this. But like, whenever he flies, he's a yeah. Disney member. So anytime he goes to Disney World. 
That's the movie that he watches That's in the airplane. Yeah, every this single time. a wonderful time. man. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, a dear, dear man. But yeah, is, God bless this yeah, man. This isn't a film that's, that, that I don't necessarily think is geared towards children that's got some uh, jokes in there that the grown-ups are going to get. This is, a, this is a, just a, a film for, for grown-ups. Well, I mean... Yeah, that kids can get. Kid, kids yeah. should enjoy it, too. <laughs> yeah. And the, the key is to never talk down to kids, because uh-huh. kids are way smarter than we give them credit That's the for. great mm-hmm. secret. Yeah. It's, and, a, it's a great secret. I mean, honestly, Mr. Rogers knew that. Like, he, the way he spoke yeah. to children about issues, like... <laughs> So many people think kids can't handle it. They can. Do you want to know what, what it, I think what a very tangible, speaking about Mr. Rogers, also one of the tangible uh, um, proof uh, or, or, or proving elements to that is in the original Star Wars trilogy, kids mm. loved it. But it right. didn't, it didn't, it wasn't going at, kids, kids are going to love not. this. Then in the next trilogy, they introduced yeah. Anakin going after the kids, and it bombed. Kids mm-hmm. don't want that. They no, don't want to yeah. be talked down to in that way. I wanted to ask you, you went to the, there is that facility in California, which is basically the right. conduit for all internet activity in North America. Yep. Is it right. on, on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. it's on Wilshire Boulevard. Boulevard. It's called One Wilshire. Big 20-story, you know, building. And everything that is happening on the internet in North America it's sort on of the that, West Coast. That's there. the West. That's a conduit yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. What was that like, and how did you get clearance to get in there? We snuck or, or in. Or <laughs> <we> <laughs> just, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ocean, Ocean's yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Went right in. It was you know. great. Wow. Uh, Rich got shot. <laughs> yeah. Got, wow. Oh my God. Right here. We'll do anything for research. You got shot. Yeah. Just right through. Yeah. I'm lucky. You, I'm did, lucky. Did anyone make a call? Yes. 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 Our development people facilitate our research, and and that was it. Is it's just and our healing. What is it? A 22 story building with hundreds and hundreds of server boxes and and cables that go under the ocean up Santa Monica Boulevard over to Wilshire and and is plugged into this building and it's like Siri lives there and YouTube lives there and oh, there's, Netflix you there's know. one in New York City Do you get that impression when you're there or is it just oh, a cold it's, Oh no yeah. it, okay like the guy who was showing us around was like see this rack of servers this is Thailand you know wow. if you were to pull this out it's like Thailand is no longer Attached to the West Coast, of course. Wow! Like the signal will just go so, around the world to the East like, Coast, and it'll wow. be a nanosecond. Longer. Yeah, it'll take a little bit longer, but <laughs> but yeah. still. So that's like a military target. Then, you know, right, they man. said like if if there's a big earthquake in L.A. that uh, one Wilshire gets you know support. Priority. Very quickly, yeah. you know. Well, so. then they just shut the shut the building off and reboot it. Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know, the you jiggle the mouse. Yeah, jiggle, jiggle the, the mouse, mouse man. Yeah. But was that's got to be one. No, it was crazy. It, crazy. it was yeah. crazy. And just packed with yeah. servers. Do they keep know? it ice cold in there? Oh, yeah. yeah. They cannot put one more server in there. Otherwise, the thing is going to burst into flames. Like, yeah. the whole building will. Wow. It, it gets so hot in there. But I, I it be... really inspired us to the look of yeah. this internet city that, okay. that we built for for. The movie and both of you guys have some uh, voice roles in this. You did in Wreck It <laughs> yeah. Ralph as well. Now wait a minute. So Rich, you're you're you were a Zangief. reluctantly yeah. Zangief? The, the from worst... Street Fighter. Yes. Why reluctantly? I do, oh, I love I do, that. I do the worst.
worst Russian accent. It doesn't matter. And somehow, yeah, you know. I am not the bad guy. <laughs> you are Zangief. Yeah. No, you I am not. Man. No, I try. I try <laughs> to do Zangief. I try to, uh, to honor the great Zangief. Who was the zombie? Who was the zombie when they're oh, in the first Raymond one? Percy. Yeah, okay. a guy named Raymond Percy. He he's also Gene. Okay. Yeah. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He's yeah, great. He's yeah. great. He's, he's a one dear of our friend. storyboard artists. You know, yeah. obviously you go to, to you have major actors, and we talk about Gal Gadot and all that stuff in the, in the roles, but there, there, there are countless other voice actors that do phenomenal work as well yeah. that we may never know their names oh, of. But man. I, I assume else? you have sort of a troupe that you go oh, to, Oh, absolutely. Right? We have John DiMaggio, Maurice LaMarche, uh, Alan Tudyk has been in all of our he's films. Great, he's great, man. He's amazing. Oh my god, he's our good luck charm. You yeah, know, he's he's becoming the, that Mel Blanc type. Of, oh uh, yeah, character. yeah, he can do anything. He can do anything. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. do anything. That's awesome. So, yeah. and Phil, you're a surge protector. That is accurate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she was based loosely on a, a security guard at Disney who takes his job very, very oh, yeah. seriously. <laughs> you, what you're going to want to do is go ahead and make a safe U-turn before you exit the lot. So I kind of put that guy, a little John Wayne, and kind of sort of a. It's turned into a Patrick Warburton For, kind yeah. of oh, thing. Yeah. I'm not a sure where bit. that. I love though the as the extra added make a safe as if your inclination right. would, be, would be reckless. A reckless. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. make yeah. a reckless yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A safe one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I He's usually close man. my eyes. You'd be amazed I, yeah. how many people take a reckless U-turn <laughs> at Disney. <laughs> yes. That's your first reaction, sure. But I know those, and, those you, and the people who employ them love them because they're exactly what they want. And the people who interact with them are always like, "What?" what? But Rich and I love sort of, uh, I don't know, oddballs. Like, yeah. Yeah. I genuinely like, fill my life. Just with, I with, love with, you, Jerry. With weird people. <laughs> those people help build characters. Oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. They're just fun to hang out with. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> I think I think you guys, you're your time. Timing with this movie is great, and that's got to be difficult in your in your line of work. I mean, one of the the, the movies that was being screened for for a god awful long time was The Incredibles, and eventually yes. they caved and came out with it, and finally mm-hmm. had success. Right. But mm-hmm. um, do you guys have to do a little temperature taking before you go? Okay, now's the time to release this, or is it we just got to get this done now? You know, um, not not really. I okay. think that it was always just kind of it was slated for. For this time, okay. and, um, when you're that many it, years off, I guess yeah. you, you're, you're kind. It's like the Exxon Valdez. There, right. it's like, well, <laughs> come on, it's guys. Still, yeah. You know, we started on this. Like, I wrote the first draft of the script in 2014, and then both of us went to work on Zootopia for a year and a half. So yeah. we took some time away from this, mm-hmm. and then returned to it post Zootopia with sort of fresh eyes. You know, yeah. so okay. it maybe took a little longer because there was that. Minor movie in between <laughs> the, the two that, that, sure. that took a little time away. Yeah. Boxes and bunnies, and <laughs> sloths, just a cartoon. In the in the movie making process for something like uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, when, when does the voice acting wrap up? How long ago did they actually leave the studio, and do they come the back? Thing we we pushed it pretty Real hard deep. to the end. Okay. Um, if you like stay we, through the end credits of this movie, and they're very long, there is a button at the very end that John that C. Riley voiced. It's worth sitting through all those names. Probably only like three months ago, yeah. like very recently. It, wow. It was done very quickly, you know, at the at the very end. So, so. L- let me ask you guys, because yeah. John C. Riley, I think it was on Good Morning America yesterday. Um, uh, let's let's Yeah, it was breakdancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the question came up great. about Step Brothers. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's oh. a, supposedly there might be something in the works 
works for a sequel. Are you Step Brothers fans? Oh, you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Phenomenal. Yeah. So, and uh, we're, we actually have a, a good relationship with uh, Adam McKay, and yeah. we're, we're trying to work on something here with a special screening and stuff. But uh, yeah, that the do do are there movies that you sort of carry in your mental bag of inspirations when you go in to do one of these? Is is there you know, you know what's, what's a little warm-up viewing that you might do prior to working on something. It, I didn't realize until this one was done that I said to Phil, like, you know what? This is like the closest we'll ever get to making an animated Marx Brothers movie because, <sighs> like, I lo- I loved the Marx Brothers so did as a I. kid. Yeah, you know, and um, and they're still. If you were to oh, sit if you down watch them, they're still, they're still they, hilarious. Every yeah. every so often, it's like. I want to watch duck soup. You know, it's like my favorite of duck theirs. soup, horse feathers. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and this, I think this is the closest we'll ever get to something as as wild as like those movies. You know, yeah. those writers, some of the writers for the Marx Brothers and and Laurel and Hardy, they went on and they they were writers as well for the the uh, the Looney Tunes. Oh, oh really? Yeah. They were writing. I mean, you had mm-hmm. people writing for Laurel and that Hardy who were writing Bugs Bunny cartoons and and writing Crazy. stuff. Wow, that's wow. amazing. So you had you had just an incredible. Wealth of talent. No so, wonder I like those you, cartoons. You guys yeah. are carrying on their tradition. Yeah. yeah, it's very cool. I'm looking at uh, at both you guys' uh, IMDb, and sometimes they're accurate, and sometimes they aren't. But uh, I I don't see anything else going on as of now. So is it uh, you're just gonna? Well, we'd like to announce our gonna... retirement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all right here. You know, well done. Go out yeah. on a high note. We are going out of, on a high sick note. Sick of drawing. You know? <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> right here. Right wow, here. He's gone. No. He's gone. But it happened this morning on the Preston and Steve show. Very strange. Very strange. <laughs> I would like to see a, a Zootopia too. Uh Zootopia. Zootopia. Too fast, Zootopia. 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 I like Zootopia. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you're taking requests, I'd like to see okay. them. Okay. Sure. <laughs> done. Consider it done. Just uh, yeah. Just take yeah. five years. Year yeah. long. Five years, you know, and a commitment it, uh, beyond all human we'll reason. Go quick. They yeah. are, are easy. These right, movies well, do take <laughs> so long. And I, in the middle of this one, had spine surgery a year and a half ago. Oh, so no. right. Like, I forgot about that because my left arm stopped working and I. I had this horribly herniated <laughs> oh disc, so I've literally bled for this movie. Oh my god! And, and so I just—I haven't had time to I think about, about yes, that. Wasn't that fun? It was, yeah, upper, it was upper spine, good front. Yeah, my—they went in through my past my esophagus through the front of the neck, removed this disc, and put in a fake one. So oh. I have a porcelain and farbin fiber. I don't believe it. I, I think I'm that a little you robot. just wanted to take uh, some time off and made up an excuse. I didn't and take you time know off what? Rich. I didn't. You Don't were actually it. trying to become a surge protector. That's, that's, that's right. right. That's, that's right. actor that you are. Yeah. By the way, I, I the... don't want to hear you bitching because Rich got shot. <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's that's true. Right in here, it oh, came whatever, out the back. Man. That, no. that hurt. Speaking of Zootopia, to put in a Breaking Bad joke in the middle of a quote-unquote kids movie, I don't know whose idea that was, but it just it played so well. And I'm I saw it in the theaters, and I. I lost it. I was laughing so hard because all of a sudden Aaron Paul and, and um, uh, uh, Brian Cranston are in it. Yes. Jesse and Walter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walter. It was so good. There well, no, we make these movies for everyone, movie even too. Breaking Bad fans. Yeah. Really? In Slaughter Race, you may find one. Okay. As, as artists, though, is it uh, is it difficult when you make something so successful and, and you obviously you want to just move on maybe to the next project and people are like, no. We want you to make a second one of the first one that you made, or is it? It's all gravy. Well, is it? Is it's, it complimentary, or is it absolutely? Yeah, it's got to be. You know, and it's and 
we love those characters. Yeah. You know, and, and the people who play them and the artists who animate them. You yeah. Know? So it's like it's like a family reunion. It's like it's like getting the band back together. It's so, so cool. So, yeah. uh, you know, mentioning that scene uh, in Zootopia, I didn't think about this. Obviously, you're dealing with the Internet. So this you, this is an a fertile ground for Easter eggs, uh-huh. and I'm sure you guys had fun putting some things in there. Oh, man. There, there are, are a lot in really? this one. In this one. Yeah. We have people at the studio, and the animator came up to me, and he's like, Rich, um, I didn't tell you, but I put, like, three other Easter eggs in my scene. <laughs> I'm going to let you find them. Oh, and I'm like, right. I'm like, they're okay, right? right. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah. I'm not going to be surprised when I find them. It's like, yeah. no, 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 they're cool. They're cool. But well, yeah, there's some that you don't want to know. Right. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Put two girls in a cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's so going to be an That's answer. okay, right? I thought it would be funny. I'm a fan of Pornhub, and I thought that'd be fun if we visited. We have to ask that it's for everybody. By people uh, like legitimately asking, him, it's like, what do you think? <laughs> like, really? It's a Disney is porn, movie. Right. Porn oh, right. represented in, in right. Ralph Rex the Internet? The European press has <laughs> consistently gone to that question. I'm like, come on. Oh well, I mean, I know you guys are progressive. Uh, yeah. but... <laughs> well, that would make news. Ralph Breaks the Internet includes uh, p- Pornhub. Uh, certainly. <laughs> but, Not the headliner well, publicist would like no, to hear. Yeah. <laughs> there's, just, there's just a wealth of material. And, and, you know, that's, yep. and the fact that you take it on um, uh, much to your obvious <laughs> pain at a certain point uh is is, is great so uh the, again so you have this i know you have other things that we just asked a question about in the right. work since these things do move along what can we expect and when can we expect it next from you because you didn't quite nail down anything specific I don't have an answer. I really <laughs> don't. True. I haven't thought about what's next. So this because we always I, perceive I, that it's like a conveyor belt, and they have you working. No, on no, no, no. I mean, no, I mean we, we will take. I will probably take honestly six months off. Because okay, just go been, enjoy yeah. your spine. It's been. Yeah. It's been a, <laughs> enjoy that new spine. <laughs> between the first Ralph Zootopia and this, there's been very little time, and I have yeah. little kids, uh, yes, six no. and eight year old. So, honest to God, I have no idea what I'm you, doing. Next. You don't want to create a therapy situation where their daddy was never there. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. too well, late. Those usually go to a legal it's situation. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. enjoy the time. Uh, you know, uh, you're, you're ramping up to it. The the uh, in theater day to the premiere is uh, November 21st, and I'm sure it's going to oh, be huge. I'm, be I'm dying to see it. So it's Ralph breaks the internet. I want to thank you guys for coming by oh, here. Thanks nice for to having see you again, Rich. And nice to meet you, Phil. Nice thanks to meet you guys. Here. Thanks yeah, so Rich much. Yeah. Ralph breaks the internet once again, November 21st. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 26th at Xfinity Live in South Philly. If scheduling prevents you from attending in person, you can still make a difference. Stop by your local Acme throughout November and make a donation at the register. Just look for the Camp Out can when you check out, and Acme will make sure your donation goes toward foods that fill abundance needs most to help area families. Go to WMMR.com slash Camp out for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. How great were uh, Rich and Phil from uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet? They're awesome. I, I mean, want, I want to be friends with those guys. They're just regular good guys, and you know what? There's a there's a uh, an example of people who love what they do for a living. Yeah. So they and that they exude that, and then and that it shows in what they do. 
Yeah. I wish I could be a part of that that whole that that process of making a great movie like that. You know, yeah. they did Zootopia and, and the first Wreck It Ralph. So the amount of work though, as oh you heard, uh-huh. is just incredibly because you can't just say to the actor, step up in front of the camera and do it again. Yeah. And you watch the uh, the credits at movies like that, yeah. and you'll see it's it's like a video game. You watch the, the end of a video game credit list. There's yeah. hundreds of people involved in putting together those it's impressive movies. stuff. Very impressive. All right. Uh, meanwhile, I toiled over bizarre file stories oh, yeah. for you. So why don't I get those? For you? Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. <laughs> You think it's easy to copy and paste? Let me tell you. No, you got to curate, though. Yep. Don't diminute what you do. All right. So uh, the B-Files brought to you by Live Nation Presents. Tom Segura, four shows, November 16th and 17th at Marion Theater. Limited tickets remain for the November 16th. Late show only. All other shows sold out. Get your tickets today at LiveNation.com. A 24-year-old woman is in jail after being accused of breaking into one of Aurora, Colorado's newest fire stations, flooding it, ransacking the building, and decapitating a bird. Uh, decapitating a bird. She did that, too. So what was the uh, reason behind this uh, insanity? Uh, she was on drugs. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I was wondering. Firefighters left the station for a call. They theorized that after they drove away and before the station's bay doors automatically closed, uh, Yazenia Grigo sneaked into the building. So she, like, you know, she did a uh, uh, an Indiana Jones. Slid under the... Uh, yeah, rolled under the closing door. Right. We're looking at her uh, her chest tattoo here. She's uh, definitely um, interesting. Uh, when they returned... Excuse me. When they returned, the firefighters found an alarm going off, the doors open, and the lights on, and a firehouse spewing large amounts of water inside the 13,000-square-foot building. In the laundry room, firefighter gear had been strewn around and throughout the area. It appeared someone had activated a fire extinguisher and sprayed the area. A TV remote was broken, and the station's riding lawnmower had been ridden out of the station. Jesus. So why why the bird? Uh, They also found someone had smashed the windshields of firefighters' vehicles parked at the station. Damage to the vehicles estimated $10,000, and a bird that had been kept at the fire station was found decapitated in the parking lot. Uh, They tried to talk to her. Uh, but all she would do was make incoherent statements. Uh, Grigo also, yeah. Uh, she also stated she does bath salts and marijuana. Okay, uh, listen, the, I can't talk right now because I'm on drugs. Uh, the police document goes on to say that uh, Grigo shouted at officers and fire personnel on the scene that they stole her land and that her father lives in the firehouse. You stole my land. Uh, Grigo is being... That's why I ripped your bird's head off. ...being held on a felony burglary charge. Bond has been set at $25,000. I bet she's a sweetheart. Maxine Bjork, a blogger who is originally from Sweden but currently lives in Bali, has taken to Instagram after feeling a strong urge to cover herself in period blood. Oh, my my God. Oh, my God. Kathy, stole your idea. The... The picture shows Bjork posing against a wall as I'm the bit in period blood to make a statement. As the fluid drips down her face and chest, and has apparently caused, there is no bird to rip the head off of. Caused quite a stir in the comments section. The post is captioned today after a very productive and super fun day. Hmm. I just came home all emotional with lots on my mind. 
that I pushed aside because I didn't have space to deal with it in the moment. Mm-hmm. I sat down, I did some deep breathing, and all of a sudden felt a strong urge to cover myself in my life-giving fluids as a woman. Wow. So, without really thinking... She of, needs Netflix. Without really thinking of why or anything else, I just did. Smudged it all over my body and then rolled around naked on the grass in my garden, all covered in my menstrual blood. You know, I'll bet when she's not bathed in menstrual blood, she's actually fairly attractive. Uh, user comments show a divide in opinion with some expressing disgust, saying it's nasty, and others thanking her. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that. Unusual photos on Instagram is nothing new for the blogger who describes herself as a natu- uh, a naturist, a yogini. A yogini. Yogini. Well. A theme is reflected on her account and blog with most of the pictures featuring nudity. On her post, Maxine goes on to write, smelled the earth and started crying intensely. <laughs> Dear God. Both from happiness. I went out to smell the earth and began crying intensely. Both from happiness and sadness. I'm going to make a sculpture out of poop. After some crying, I started laughing instead. Uh, she will, too. You know, that's next on the list. She said, I'm so happy to have my mom in my life. We both help each other. That's to, my girl. To get through some roller coasters. Uh, the family situation we are in right now is just very draining. But that's life. And exactly how it is supposed to be at this moment. By the way, that photograph was was taken at the uh, the mall photograph place person. And oh, wow. Picture, she, you know, people? picture people. No. And she wrote, accept and love. So that was what was on her mind. Wow. Video has emerged showing preschool children allegedly being made to fight one another while attending the Adventure Learning Center in St. Louis. The short clip published last week was taken through a classroom window on an iPad by the 10-year-old brother of one of the children that could be seen crying, allegedly after three fights. It shows one teacher jumping up and down excitedly and another putting padded Hulk fist gloves on a child. The preschoolers are seen pummeling one another. Only one other child tried to break up the fighting. Another child on the ground was pummeled repeatedly. The lead teacher organized the fighting to entertain the children. Yeah. On-site Have they not heard about archery dodgeball? Uh, On-site cameras reportedly captured at least 30 minutes of the fight club-style clashes. (laughs) And it was not clear why the taping was not monitored. Uh, The school declined to comment in the wake of the incident. State regulators stepped in, but complaints of abuse remain, and both teachers were fired, but not prosecuted. Wow. Yeah, we're looking at the footage right now. They're beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, yeah. This isn't just a. Uh, hey. I mean, and, and it went on for thirty minutes as well. Was there gambling? Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe. All right. One last story, and it's not a bad one. A pregnant woman who went to the supermarket for groceries gave birth to a baby right there in the checkout uh, checkout aisle. 25 minutes later. So she had to move to the next line because now she had 16 items. That's true. I didn't even think about that. The Russian woman was seen on video cradling her bump and calmly explaining to the cashier that she was about to give birth before clutching the side of the counter. Can you ring me up quicker? I'm giving birth. Uh, Seconds later, she was on the floor by the uh, register in the store and a baby boy named Ivan arrived 11 minutes later. Uh, The cashier, Elena Barskova, uh, became the impromptu midwife, aided by a colleague and two shoppers. Dear God, we're looking at the footage. Yeah, Lena said uh, there was no time to think. Uh, you know she, the customer behind her was the one millionth customer, too? <laughs> she uh, she briefly panicked. Well, it would be the baby, though, would <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, right. Uh, I win, I win. Elena, who briefly panicked after realizing a baby was really was on its way, covered covering her face and her hands, but also uh, was seeking to use her phone to summon help. Quickly, she took charge of the delivery as some shoppers looked on while others just continued making their purchases. <laughs> a shopper helped the lower... I love this supermarket. Helped to lower the woman onto the floor. 
Uh, the manager, Anna, said uh, everything happened so quickly. The baby was born before the ambulance arrived. Video shows paramedics arriving, and they soon took the woman to the hospital. We're watching the footage here, Preston. They're so uh, in, intense on this as everyone's running around really quickly. It's in fast-forward mode. Oh. Uh, the baby weighed in at eight pounds and has been named Ivan, and he's healthy, and uh, they are already at home. Reports this was her sixth child, by the way. If someone goes into birth like that, um, is giving birth, can you can move? Couldn't you move them? Would you have to allow her to give birth in the aisle of a I checkout stand? I don't know. It's Depends. probably not a good idea to move someone when they when they start uh, delivering. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, there's labor and then there's the delivery, and the labor is all that you know. Yeah, uh, the pains and all that stuff. But the the delivery itself doesn't last that long. So if it was ready to come out, boom, it was okay. ready to come out. And yeah. sometimes they skip the whole uh, labor part of it. I had a friend who they literally had to cut her jeans off of her because the baby like wow. Already crowned. Yep. They, they oh didn't even God. make it to, um, they got to the hospital, but they didn't make it into a room. So she was on a stretcher in like the hallway wow. and they had to cut her jeans off of her. Kathy, not only did they not cut her jeans off, her pants were around her ankles and her her sneakers were still on. Sometimes we were looking you at the footage. Shoes off. There's pictures? Uh, no, I was watching, watching, the, watching the footage. Yeah, and then they put her on the gurney and her knees are up. They don't even put a... Uh, like a blanket over her, like, uh, area there. Paper or plastic. Uh, you know what? Dude, at that point, no, modesty no goes cares. out the yeah. window. Oh, my gosh. Who cares? You might see something. Mm-hmm. I was like, when Kathy came in for uh, Shell, you know, the birth of yeah. Caroline, it was like. Yeah, the nurses. Dot me open. Yep. And... Here we go. You were taking <laughs> selfies? <laughs> no, that, we didn't take selfies. At that point, you don't care. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, that's uh, that's what I got in the beef file for you this morning. You know what? We got to give something away. Uh, more movie passes. Creed Two. We have the yeah. screening on Saturday. This is the UA Riverview, so right there on Columbus Boulevard, um, and it's going to be at seven. So you need to be there by six thirty, and we'll take five callers, and we will give you some passes. We'll give you a pair of them uh, to go see the movie. Two one five two six three WMMR is our number. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a second, and we'll see if you've been paying attention because we'll do a lesson question as well as trash and music news. Stay with us. That's up next. 3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2019. Twelve magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. The official release party is Friday, November 16th from 7 to 10 p.m. at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Be first with a free copy of the calendar. Hang with the morning show and meet the girls of Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2019. Details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 93.3 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. R.E.M., it's the end of world as we know it. It's 5 minutes after 10 o'clock, and uh, the day is looking better as we go along. It really is. I think we got boned out of the second half of yesterday. It was yeah. it was war- warmer, yeah. but it became overcast. Yeah, it definitely did. Hey, no matter the weather, uh, there is an event that you need to be a part of. It's our Camp Out for Hunger. It's coming up on the 26th. That is two weeks from this coming Monday. So uh, make sure that you set aside some time. What's easy about it, okay, so is we're going to be at Xfinity Live, but we're there all day long, not just during the show. And if this is your first time, 
Uh, feel free to uh, come out and say hello, and we're there from 6 a.m. till about 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, that sort of bears repeating because we forget we just, you know, there are people who may still be unaware. We, we are, we're there, or, yeah. you know, from that time. We want you to come down and donate. We want to say hi and hang with you, and we love it. There's a little nappy time. A little nappy time. Got lay down we got sippy cups. A couple minutes, but uh, we have our spooning time. Preston is usually one o'clock. Yep, yeah. it's a good time to do it. Uh, but we have uh, we're, we're planning lots of stuff, and uh, and as I said earlier this morning, um, we were talking about it. If if you have something that would be worth contributing to what we're doing, whether that be in the form of a uh, a really cool activity of sort uh, or a really cool your activity. Uh, <laughs> Or a really cool, um, I don't know, a, a piece of property you own. I mean, like you like own you, Pulsar. No, if yeah, yeah, if you own Pulsar, or, or if you own the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, or you know, I mean, something that's really, really cool. Uh, let us Thank know you. about that, or or maybe you have you know some zip lines you can bring. I don't know, man. Yes, any listen, exactly. Let us know. Don't think ah uh, they wouldn't go for this. Let us know. Also, don't just bring out your zip line. Or, no, or don't do that. Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> Get in touch with us first. <laughs> Uh, and we're also looking for uh, some celebrities who might help to motivate uh, people to come out and be a part of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, flamethrower. I think I'll bring it out there. Right, exactly. yeah, we need to know ahead of time, but that does help. Yeah. Um, we're going to do today's lesson question today. Uh, Four-pack tickets as Temple takes on USF at the final home game of the season. And that's Saturday the 17th at the uh, link. So the question today is, after he's done watching the Jack and Ozzy Osbourne travel show... Uh, which reality show does Steve? What what is his jam? Two one five two six three WMMR. It takes place in Los Angeles. I'll it does. That. Yeah. Okay. So, which reality show is Steve's jam when he's done watching the Jack and Ozzy Osbourne travel show? Two one five two six three WMMR. Call now. We're going to do the trash. Are right, you calling now? The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, what you got today? Well, drug lord El Chapo asking the judge to allow him to hug his wife when he sees her for the first time in two years during his trial. El Chapo says the judge could be the owner of his own submarine if he allows a hand job. Oh wow! Hey. Voters in Nevada electing by a landslide Dennis Hoff, the deceased owner of a whorehouse during Tuesday's election. Hoff's Democratic opponent, Lisa Romanoff, admits she dropped the ball by not pressing him on being a dead pimp. (laughs) And finally, Russell Horning, a.k.a. the flossing backpack kid, purchasing a 10-carat diamond-crusted gold backpack pendant worth $25,000. Horning's father, Dale, who has worked for decades in a coal mine, says he can't wait to kill himself. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. Uh, what is the flossing backpack? The, the flossing uh, dance. Yeah, do you remember when Katy Perry did her thing on uh, Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah, I know. I didn't know. I, oh. I thought it was called the Swish Swish. Yeah. Yeah, why? It ha- she, she had a song. It did was, have a couple yeah, of names. Yeah. yeah, so the flossing. Okay. And then somebody called it like backpack or something like that. Well, apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, or maybe Jace made it up, but uh, he told me that if there's like a, a, a different name if you don't move your hips. <laughs> if you really? don't move your hips. <laughs> yeah, like you just, or yeah, if you don't move your hips, you just do the arms. Just do the arms? Yeah, I forget what he said it is. And then apparently this kid has a new dance out. Right. Is it like this- an elephant? Is that what we just saw? Uh, no, that's not it. It's more of a foot motion. It's the, more of footwork. This backpack kid does? The, back, the backpack kid, okay. yeah. Oh, I got to see it, man. Okay. Well, well there's there's Fanny Pack um, Felcher, who's another uh, entertainer. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Uh, anyway, we need to what do... What a world we live in. I know. We need to we, <laughs> we need to get an answer to this question. Uh, after Steve's time watching the Jack and Ozzy Osbourne travel show, which reality show is his jam? And I am going to go to... Let's see. <laughs> we will go to Joe for the answer. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, Preston, how are you? Good, buddy. Joe, what's the show that's Steve's jam? I think it was Little Women of L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Hang on, buddy. Got it right. And we are going to give him four-pack tickets to Temple Football Battle USF in the Owls' final home game of the season on Saturday, November 17th, Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, tickets for kids on game day are only 10 bucks, and you can call 215-204-TIXX or visit owlsticks.com. Let's get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins, Delaware, a diamond. Uh, Lars Ulrich has said that the band's already lengthy worldwide tour could last through early 2020. Uh, the group has spent the last two years touring behind its November 2016 release, Hard wow. Self-Destruct. Yeah. So that's a four-year co- a tour? Yeah, it was seven more shows before the end of this year and more dates booked through June 2019. He acknowledged that the current cycle may just dip into the beginning of 2020. Asked if he's tired of touring behind the LP yet. Goddamn right I am. Now he said, we have the luxury and we are very fortunate to be able to set a touring schedule that works really well for us. In other words, they do some shows, they take a break, they do some right. shows, they take it, a break. It's not like, well, like you 2 had a four-year tour. You remember that? Their 360 tour lasted two years. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so he said, we kind of set boundaries. We have a two-week rule so that after two weeks, we come home and see our families and kids and get a sense of San Francisco. So, yeah, back in the day, or if you don't have their kind of success... You went nonstop yeah. for like a year. Nonstop, you were on the road. Turn the page. And didn't get any breaks. So uh, Metallica is on a break for the next three weeks, but we'll resume its current North American tour on November 26th in Vegas. Green Day's uh, Billy Joe Armstrong has hinted that either new music or a live show could be on the way from Foxborough Hot Tubs, which is actually a pseudonym that uh, Green Day has recorded and performed under a decade. I don't ago. give a f- uh, posting a screenshot of one of the <laughs> one of the hot tub songs uh, playing on his phone. Armstrong wrote, "Next week, jumping in some rehearsal time with these big lugs." Uh, the post was uploaded to the official Instagram account of Armstrong's other project, which is called the Long Shot. No other details available at the moment. Uh, Green Day is also played under some other names. Releasing an album in 2020. In I'm sorry, uh, releasing an album called Money Money 2020 in late 2003 as The Network. Once again, Neil Young has asked Donald Trump to stop playing his music at campaign appearances. On Election Day, Young posted, DT does not have my permission to use the song Rockin' in the Free World at his appearances. Stop playing it! Legally, he has the right to. However, it goes against my wishes. So, nothing to do about it. Uh, The Rock and Roll Hall of Famer first took issue with Trump's use of the 1989 classic back in 2015 when it was played at a campaign gathering for Trump in New York. Why, I oughta? Young is among a growing number of artists who have called uh, for Trump to stop using their music at public events. Others in- excuse me, include Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, Twisted Sister, Elton John, Pharrell Williams, and most recently, 
Rihanna. Listen, don't we have? Isn't it? Wasn't this made in Bing Bing Bong Bong? Wasn't that made into a song? Yes. Should we play that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's his intro music. <laughs> right. Bing Bing Bong Bing Bong. Bing, bong Do we have bong. that? Was, yeah. Look under look under Trump and and see if we have that case because that was that uh, would work. That was actually a uh, yeah a little <laughs> put together. Stop stop getting, pissing off these people. My other favorite is the billions and billions and billions <laughs> and billions. They could just play that. That's a song you could play, and you all it's, well, it's got a rhythm to yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Do we have it? Yep. Here we go. Bing bing bong bong. Bing bing. Could you imagine? Bing bing. bing, bing he comes bong, out, press it. Bing 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 bong bong. Bing bing bong bong. They're going to call me. Not going to be any good. They didn't give me any money. They heard this in ages. They didn't give me any money. They didn't take care of me. I don't need it. I don't want it. I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. You are going to love President Trump. And he can do the swish swish. Bing bing bong bong. Bing bing bong bong. Bing bing bong bong. Bing 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 bing. That's a good song. Right. Bing, bing, bong, bong. Billions and billions oh, no. and you billions don't... and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions. It, it picks up tempo. So whoever whoever does these things they got a must lot of time. spend hours. Yeah. And because it's him saying billions and billions, but as it goes further into it, it's it's him speeding it up and it's him saying it that, yeah. at that speed. Somebody had to go on through hundreds of speeches. You can't even appreciate just how much work goes into doing that. Billions and 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 billions. What's that called when a word starts to lose its meaning if you repeat it over and over and over and over? There's a term. Yeah, it's like it's sort of the equivalent to white noise. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow. And billions and billions and billions. All right. Uh, moving on. Imagine Dragons have dropped a brand new song from their upcoming studio album, Origins, and it is called Bad Liar. Uh, frontman Dan Reynolds says that the song was co-written with his wife, Asia Volkman, right before their separation. He said this last year I went through a divorce, uh, but we never signed the papers. And I've been home and we've kind of decided, well, let's just hold off for a minute. And now we're kind of dating. And it's weird because we're separated. But we're dating. He said, the song I wrote with Asia, we wrote it right before we got separated. He said, as we were writing it, we knew that it, what it was about, but we also kind of didn't speak about what it was about. Uh, pretty wild because the song is obviously about a tumultuous tumultuous relationship. His story's pretty weird because to stay close to his kids, he started dressing as an old British maid. Oh, he, wow. And, oh. Like, it was just amazing. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> that was on yesterday. I was watching uh, the end of it. And I kept thinking about uh, thinking about how you hate Sally Field. She, you hate her character, right? I, I don't like. Yeah, I love Sally Field as a human being, but that character, I'm like, what's so wrong with the guy? He's young at heart. Yeah, like, come yeah. on. <laughs> and then one last story: Killers guitarist Dave Cunning uh, has released the title track of his debut solo album. It's called uh, Prismism. <laughs> uh, Cunning has also shared a video for the track in which he sings and plays keyboards against a red backdrop and the as the clip uh, cuts to shots of a woman smashing up a living room. Prism, prism, what is it? Prismism. Okay, I heard yeah. a whole other thing. <laughs> no, no, prismism. 
Okay. Uh, and the LP is out January 25th, and Kooning is doing a handful of shows in the U.S. and U.K. to promote it. Uh, he sat down most recent, uh, sat out the most recent Killers tour, but says he's still part of Las Vegas-based band. So he's a singer. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Oh. I know she was a Stop. Wait a minute. Okay. All right. That was, that was from earlier this morning. Casey and Kathy at the exact same moment said the exact same thing. At and, the exact same time. And then they uh, and then they went off on a little jinx thing. So let me play that again. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. I know she was a dancer. Jinx? Oh, my God. Stop. 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 <laughs> It's fun uh, to work with another girl. Uh, no, she was a dancer. I know she was Jay a dancer. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news for you. Let's take a quick break, and I'm sure I got something I can give to you. Brewskis. All right, I got some beer to give away. Let's take caller number. 11 at 215-263-WMMR. I'll give you a case of Yards Brawler 16-ounce pounders. Falls here. It means football tailgates and good people getting together with good beer. You can pick up a case of Yards Brawler 16-ounce pounders at Bella Vista Beverage in South Philly. Philly, caller 11. You get it. We'll be back in a moment. And get ready to uh, wrap some stuff up. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. Like the podcast? You'll also love it live. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. Revivalists on MMR and Revivalists will be at MMR next week. They're going to be in our studio. Maybe they'll play this song, All My Friends. We'll have to find out. But uh, getting some live music. And always uh, presenting it to you right here from the Preston and Steve studio. So it should be good stuff next week. Uh, we've had good stuff today. We had some uh, great guests on the program, of which I'm going to take a moment to uh, thank. And it was uh, nice to see our friend Matt Ritter from Subaru. He announced the uh, Subaru Challenge yeah. coming up for the Camp Out for Hunger. We can't thank those guys enough. And don't be intimidated, businesses, by the super large donation that those guys bring out for the Camp Out for Hunger. We still have great incentive prizes. And Matt says... You can go ahead and beat them, and and it's a testament to what a great company those guys are. They don't have to put their efforts into coming by here and saying, look, we want to make sure that other businesses are in this and that we don't scare them away because we happen to bring really big donations out to win these incentives. And they even help – they want to help you – Get a a working relationship with Phil Abundance to get more for your more bang for your buck if you're going to go out and buy uh, donation donated items for the Camp Out for Hunger. They can help you out. They yeah. can they want they want to help yeah. you be a formidable competitor. Yeah. Uh, not only that, you announced the addition of a of a third yeah. prize for businesses, all businesses. Yeah, So it's not just the live broadcast from the President Steve Show. That's for the largest donation uh, by business. The second largest donation is a Pierre Bear live broadcast. The third largest donation is a $20,000 advertising schedule on WMMR. But now, if you don't bring in a super large donation, it doesn't matter because if you do it under a business uh, category, you could win. One business is going to be randomly selected to win a 36-month lease and servicing on a Canon full copy 
uh, print and scan, image runner advance copier. So this it's an $8,000 piece of product. I mean, this is the kind of thing that, uh, you know, businesses dream of, especially startup companies of having, and you'll have it for three years. Three years. And that comes with the maintenance on it. Yeah. So uh, it's from Heritage Business Systems, your authorized Canon copier dealer. That's a pretty sweet deal, man. So uh, I want anybody and everybody, we just, each year we try to go, we try to get more people involved than the year before. Um, and we, you know, we, we try to come up with uh, cool, creative, inventive ways to give you incentives. And, and obviously just the incentive of, of people needing food is, is quite, yes. uh, you know, it's, it's obvious, but we want to, we want to goose it a little bit well, use every trick in the book that we can. We long ago, listen, uh, we understand you, you're doing it from a good place from your heart. There's no reason you shouldn't be rewarded for being, you know, yeah. not that you're looking for that, but it's okay to acknowledge and, and provide some incentives and rewards for yep. your uh, for your kindness. And it all works because people want to offer up those rewards to incite you to do so. And all the head sty- uh, head head information. Uh, what am I looking for? One of the mm-hmm. uh, one of the head styes. No. <laughs> The, uh, the word the word head start got in my head because of Acme, and I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> the phrase did, uh, for information on how to. Callheadstye.com. <laughs> it's available on your toaster. <laughs> go to our website. Uh, <laughs> just go to it. That's, that's all you got to do. Some of this information may be inaccurate. I'm going to distract you with this. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. She was she a dancer. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Thank you to Dom Davidoff. Yeah. Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. And you can uh, go to heliumcomedy.com to get the tickets. We have a side by side picture, and he and I with our mullets on com <laughs> or on our, on our Instagram page if you want to see that. And how about the writer, director, and producers of Ralph Breaks the Internet? Rich Moore and Phil Johnston yeah. were here. Uh, they were great. Uh, the movie's in theaters on November 21st, and uh, they they just, they're good guys. You know what I'd love I to like do? That. What? Parlay at some point. I, I hate to say it, but it'd be so magical if if we ever get out there. I think I think we're kind of buddies with those, with those guys, guys a little bit now. And I, uh, get out and see some of what they do. I think there's a movie about us. Absolutely. Coming up in the near future. An animated film about the President and Steve show. I think so. Yeah. For real? I don't yeah. think that's too I much think it's there. absolutely in the works. Yeah. There's I mean, a comic could, book about you guys. There is the first comic step. books. Yeah, and you that's how Gone with the Wind started as a comic book. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although that guy seemed to have disappeared, but um, he he made uh, two or three in the rotating series of Preston yeah. and Steve comic books. It was pretty cool. Yeah, well, very cool. And one of I, which you you're my favorite character in those. Uh, which one was I? Super you had, Veg. Well, no, your you hair. Just, your hair was your power. Oh, it was that's really it. Right, cool. Right, right, right. Yeah, Super Veg. Um, now, what's there's one. Somebody gave, I don't know. (laughs) Super veg. Super carrot. My power is I eat produce. Yes. Broccoli man. Yeah. Um, Or broccoli boy. (laughs) Who made the the poster that we have in the green room of you holding Steve as comic book characters reminiscent of the Batman and Robin one? Is that Brian Coates? No. Because that's not the same guy that made the comics, is it? No. Yeah, Brian Coates did the League of Extraordinarily Stupid Gentlemen and uh, two others, and I don't know who did the one in the hall. There's Um, two guys, and they they were super nice, long-time listeners, but I think they work, I I, want to say Zoetrope, but I don't think they do. That's one of my all-time favorite ever uh, Preston and Steve items. It's Uh, great. There was a a Batman and Robin uh, uh, Classic cover, cover, yeah. And I I remember it as a kid. 
and Batman is holding Robin, uh, who is dead, and um, and in the sim and the this you, Preston, as a superhero, holding Steve, uh, who is dead. But of course, Robin comes back to life, and of course, Steve does too. Yes, but um, so it's not sad, but um, it's really cool, really well done. And we have a giant frame of it in our green room. Yeah, I love that Applehead Factory. Applehead. Applehead. There we go. That's my new character. I'm Applehead. Yeah, Yeah. it would work. I don't know much, (laughs) but uh, I always get to the core. (laughs) Wow. That's your new character. I like that. It's it's a good character. I I believe you. Let's do the letter of the day. How about that? (laughs) Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. K is in kooky. All right, we have one more letter to go, and then we give away the four-pack of tickets to WrestleMania April 7th at uh, MetLife Stadium. Uh, so you got a little ways to go. It's not until April. Uh, they host the most spectacular event in live entertainment, WrestleMania. All the superstars and the biggest matches on the grandest stage of all. Be a part of the ultimate pop culture extravaganza. Tickets go on sale Friday, November 16th, 10 a.m., at Ticketmaster. What's uh, coming up for the gang today, ma'am? On the program, we'll have another pair of those Fleetwood Mac tickets. Uh, they go on sale Monday. It's a uh, second show added in March. To give away, we will have uh, some cool workforce blocks, including Poison, uh, which we've had a request for. And uh, Brian Adams' birthday was the other day, um, uh, the great Canadian rocker. And we played so many of his songs here over the years, you know, summer of 69, on and on and on. So uh, we're going to do a block of Brian Adams. And uh, we've got the vinyl cut and many more things. Love it. It's going to be a great time. Always is with Pierre. i got to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. Uh, oh. What's happening? Oh, I got it. I got it. And a block of Papa Roach. I forgot that. Brought to you by, oh, very good. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the 2017 Reader's Choice Award winner from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Tomorrow... Tune in and find out why, don't you? We'll see what we got going on. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Way to go and ruin a five-year friendship by telling me you love me and then totally screwing me over in the end. And the worst part of it is I still love you, you Next message. I'm with Kathy. I hate cooked fruit. And I hate apple pie. Kathy, I love you, honey. Will you marry me? Leave your husband right now. I'll buy your mansion in the Ferrari. Next message. Where the f*** did Thanksgiving go? Why are we talking about Christmas? What about Thanksgiving? Like, seriously, if I see one more Christmas commercial, I just got Honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to have to deal with it. Oh, well. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.